Albuquerque's macro aggression, Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. Here on a Thursday afternoon, I'm Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA, ABQ.FM with 60 great radio stations to choose from, and of course, Rock of Talk Now Live.TV. Rock of Talk TV, I've been watching it there on the uh, Roku. Also, I have uh, Mr. Greg Zanetti, Zanetti Financial, who is here. He'll be joining us here for the first hour, or as I'll say, as long as he wants. We also have uh, young uh, D. Dowd Muska as well. and. Uh, gentlemen, I'll just bring you right into the uh, reaction immediately because uh, here we are. Uh, New Mexico has declared a state of emergency. And we waited an hour and what? What would that be? 14 minutes before we even discussed it. And there was no questions as far as I can tell, Dowd, on the uh, – oh, and your camera's not on. Uh, but there's no questions as far as I can tell on the state of emergency that were uh, given uh, by – the uh, our partners, our media partners, the government is calling the uh, the people who are supposed to hold their feet to the fire down. Uh, best quote of the day so far from Nora Meyer Sackett. She's had a, a, a couple of great whoppers today uh, in the Albuquerque Journal. This just went up. Uh, she said that the gov- she's governor spokeswoman uh, said she cannot provide details of threats that quote may or may not exist close quote. So how do you provide details of Non-existent threats. Um, that's we'll a, bring it's in. Like a, uh, it's like a Zen Cohen, you know. It's like one <laughs> one hand clapping, you know. Tree fall in the forest. <laughs> you know, we're getting into uh, existential here. Uh, but bef- just before we get into the general, yes, sir, uh, Aragon, I would like to uh, tell folks they may have missed out on this. Congratulations to a real space company, Blue Origin. You may not like the man who owns Amazon, but they launched their 14th uh, test of their rocket just over the line in Texas this morning. Successful. Uh, rocket launch, they will be flying people fairly soon, uh, and they actually go into space, unlike Virgin Galactic, which does not go into space. They claim to go into space. Uh, they crossed, uh, Blue Origin crossed the 100-kilometer line. They sent another test rocket up, uh, moving ahead on Blue Origin as we wait for our $226 million investment to pay off here in New Mexico. Which will never happen. They will go bankrupt. And uh, we had some new legislation that was introduced. Uh, and pre-filed by uh, Day Hawkman B. Hill, yep. we'll which would we'll limit their liability, uh, Virgin Galactic's liability, to $1 million. You want to talk about criminal? That's criminal right there. Uh, we bring in the general, General Greg Zanetti, <laughs> here into the Kiva. And uh, Mr. Zanetti, I think uh, we should uh, discuss the state of emergency. I think if anybody would understand things like this um, in terms of a threat level, uh, I certainly don't see a threat. I'd be the first one in the entire state of New Mexico who would know about this uh, because I would be the one who would quote unquote, right. Be planning uh, this, this takeover of the Capitol because all us Trump supporters have been doing this, but what can you tell us? What was your first thought when you heard about the, the state of emergency being declared by the governor? I think it was close to D doubts. It was, well, what is the threat? Where is it coming from? You have to be able to define it, but what she's doing is what's happening all over the country is that you uh, create a phantom threat and then it gives you an excuse to expand the power of the state. And that seems to be the objective across the board on the Democrat side. And it's now filtering down state by state. And it's a little bit like COVID create a threat that we now find out isn't nearly as bad as what they had our hair on fire last March, you know, the world was going to end. And now, you know, We've had these draconian measures put in place, and the death count 
is we're counting cases instead of deaths and using that as justification to shut down an economy and to solidify state power. And now the same thing is happening, you know, except now we're using a phantom threat of violence, I assume. Uh, will the COVID threat ever go away? We heard it said that COVID isn't going away and uh, uh, that state of emergency is going to continue on forever. But putting in this new state of emergency has nothing to do with COVID. Uh, and she wasn't specific about what it had to do with either other than quote unquote threats of violence. And she didn't say Trump's name specifically, but, uh, what type of uh, violence? We certainly know that Arizona, uh, Colorado, Utah, and Texas will not be declaring states of emergency, or at least I, I would no. anticipate that they wouldn't be. No, but these phantom threats are a panacea for government authority and government control. I mean, I think they're overwhelmed with the success they had in creating panic and hysteria that we have to do all these draconian things which consolidated state power and now they're using this event you know of a week ago to say oh my gosh the republic is at stake and you've gone over this ad nauseum i'll say this though our side has to start offering an alternative right and in broad strokes, the way societies have organized over centuries is either down one or two lines or some combination, but it's there's a societal organization versus state organization. And, and Eddie, state organization uh, represents what is done for us. Right. Think laws, courts, taxation, mm-hmm. public spending, public works projects, this kind of thing. There's another way, though, and that is societies that organize around what you call a societal organization, and that is what we do for each other, what we do for one another. Uh, Think charities, uh, organizations, churches, uh, how we help each other out. I mean, history is pretty clear. If the state does everything for you, your society will have arrested development. Uh, Your education levels will will fall off. Your finances will fall off. Your economy won't do nearly as well. When things don't go well, you, the population will fall easily into despair. Uh, the population will do foolish things, implement foolish policies. If a society goes the other way and says, no, we're going to have societal organization, we're going to take responsibility, we're going to take care of ourselves, what, what you'll find is your culture and your society are far more resilient. I mean, you bounce back faster from things that come in from out of the blue, and you're a much healthier, healthier place. The best example I can think is I want you to take you back to uh, World War II. Mm-hmm. The nation's coming out of the Depression. Well, the government wasn't much help during the Depression, right. despite what the, you know, the New Deal programs say. People basically built resilience you know, amongst themselves. Mm-hmm. And then we roll into the 1940s in Pearl Harbor, and with 133 million population in this country, we take on two world powers and win. I want to spring you forward to today. We are now at 331, 332 million people in the United States. So the population hasn't quite tripled. Guess how much bigger government is today versus 1941-42? And the answer is government is 28 times bigger than it was 80 years ago. Well, all right, so the population hasn't tripled (laughs) quite but the government has grown 28-fold. What we have embraced is the politics of the state versus the politics of society. 
And what has it gotten us? It's gotten us what you're hearing today from the governor is we need to do ever more from the state. We have to do more for you. You are totally incapable of doing anything for yourselves. It must come from us and from us alone. And it crowds out the chance for us to take care of each other and grow resilient and grow strong and get better. Let's and, uh, let's let, let's stop for just a moment here before we lose um, the rest of our audience. And I think these are all <laughs> really good points. Um, but I want to kind of take things back uh, to Dowd's words that really further cement exactly what General Greg Zanetti is saying. And these are the things that, uh, and something very poignantly said by Dr. Disgrace uh, today was what? What did he say explicitly? Uh, his literal sentence was, I'm quoting exactly, do what you're told. Right. So what we've gone to is leadership by command versus leadership by consensus. And again, we're back to state versus society. If the society is organizing itself, then you you talk to others. You mm -hmm. talk to other leaders. You, you try to reach some sort of consensus. And granted, leaders must lead. The flip side to that is this is now a command system where no one is consulted on anything. You will just do what you were told. And if you get out of line, it, then the strong arm of government comes down to whack you. This is pretty dysfunctional and normally doesn't end well. We've seen a couple of things happen over the last uh, week and a half, uh, General Greg Zanetti. And, you know, first, let's start with what happened in the Capitol, which, okay. in my opinion, was really nothing. Uh, there was a white woman who was shot for attempting to climb through the door. We've got the other angle with the guy aiming the gun out of right. the room as he's shooting. And it will, your, it will make your heart absolutely sink. Uh, I was telling people, well, if I was up there in Washington, D.C., and I was a congressman, I'd be like, okay, I'm going to go out and go meet all these people. You know, let's let's go talk to them because they're obviously here. They need a tour of the Capitol. They weren't able to get any of that kind of stuff. And, in fact, if you see several other videos, there's just people just touring the Capitol. But this was, you know, the and they say five were killed. No, there wasn't five killed. There was one right. killed, and then there were four other people who died uh, due to medical conditions, and they were all tr attributing that to Donald Trump. But this is all the hay that they're making, right. and they delivered the haymaker yesterday. And I got to say, um, I did cry. I was very upset. Uh, I was inconsolable thinking about what has happened to our president, a man coming from the private sector coming out there. But this is a convergence, uh, from what I can tell, and I want your commentary on this uh, coming from the last week all the way until really yesterday when the culmination of, you know, here's the uh, forever scarlet letter that everyone is going to get if you supported Trump. And we're going to pin it uh, specifically on Donald Trump. But you've seen tech converge with news media converge with politicians right. all to come into one, you know, uh, homogeneous uh, opinion. These are truly dangerous times. And I'd like to get your perception and thoughts and analysis since last week up until yesterday. Well, I think the reaction to it is the distinction that I drew right away. I want to take you back to the summer when Minneapolis was burning, when Portland was burning, when Seattle had the chop zone. Mm -hmm. Think about the reaction by the media. Uh, it was, we understand you have grievances. Uh, we want to listen to you. Uh, we, we want to hear what you're saying. We want to try to fix this and we will forgive the violence and the burning and the graffiti and so on and so forth because we want to hear you out. Now, go to last week. You had what, hundreds of thousands of people show up. Yes. Who clearly had right. a grievance. Right, clearly. Right. And there was no thought at all of, we're going to hear you out. We want to understand what you're saying. 
it was totally dismissed. Right. And when that happens, when people feel like they have no voice and they're being pushed to the side and being pushed into a corner, what they are doing is creating this huge divide where people think enough. All right, fine. Mm -hmm. I've had it with all of you. So that's observation number one. Observation number two is I do wonder if we've reached a point of no return yes. in that we do not have a common code of morality yes, in the I country. Yes, I would agree. We have, uh, uh, not just on that morality part, but I think in terms of where we're going, because uh, you heard Kamala Harris say, I believe two days ago, she says, the Trump supporters, they won't stop. The Trump supporters will never stop. They'll just keep coming and coming and coming, and we can't ever stop. So what you have is we are going to go and play this out now to its Logical end. I don't know what logic that is, uh, by the way. I don't know what logic uh, uh, leads to war. But if you have two sides that essentially aren't going to be backing off in the midst of all this, you inevitably end up in what, General Zanetti? Well, civil war. Yeah. I mean, what what you have is, you know. Okay, and there is have, no moral code in no, war. No, no. I mean, maybe half the country, I would say, has had a uh, mass conversion, mm -hmm. except it hasn't been a conversion toward God and righteousness and holiness. It's been a conversion toward modernism and secularism. Yep. Saying there really is no God. If there is one, then he's distant and far away. And what I say is objective truth is objective truth. Until I change my mind tomorrow, then that's the objective truth. Mm -hmm. And you have to accept my nonsense that there are 82 sexes. Uh, otherwise, you're an evil person. Oh, and by the way, America is evil, has always been evil from its founding, has been a horrible, awful nation, and needs to be chopped to the bottom and then rebuilt from scratch. That's one side of our country yeah. believes that. That's textbook. Right. Exactly. That's the textbooks they've been reading out of. Right. Meanwhile, you still have a large hunk of Americans says, you know, wait, no, there is objective truth. I mean, there is a God. There are some absolutes. And whether we all agree exactly who God is or you know how he functions, there is a moral code written on our hearts that goes back thousands of years where we kind of know what right and wrong is. And don't tell me there are 82 sexes. It's nonsense. And don't tell me that from its origins, America was inherently evil and bad. Yes, we've had our flaws, but it was from our revolution that sprung these ideas of human rights and life and liberty. And look at all the good things they did. And by the way, we fought a civil war and lost 700,000 people to end slavery. And you're just going to toss all that good out the window. No, I, I object. But when you don't agree on a moral code, how a nation can bind is difficult. It's difficult to find that end. And so now you have a choice. Do you have to have a civil war? Um, well, probably, you don't have a choice. Right. Well, there, I don't. Yeah, that, I, I, I'll take your logic all the way to the very end. Uh, but there is no choice in this. Uh, you don't get a choice. I don't get a choice. We don't get a choice. And we know that they were playing for keeps. And by and large, the Republicans and most people, Americans uh, who were abiding by that civil, uh, I should say, by that moral code, were they're the ones who got punished. Anything they tried to do very moral uh, was punished because the news media has flipped. Now, there's an important movie that I am watching, uh, and it talks about the decline of Western civilization. Right. And there's several people who come out, and one of the whole entire Saul Alinsky uh, tactics or Bill Ayers or uh, Barack Obama uh, is to destroy everything. Remember, they were asking them to loot. They were telling them go out and go loot. 
go destroy, let people. And, you know, you can loot because your poverty, you're low educated, uh, something, some grievance has, has, has afflicted you. Well, that has become more of the norm and what's been okay. What's not okay is celebrating the history of this country. And they know that taking town, down statues is the way to go. Nancy Pelosi didn't flinch. She said, I don't care about any statues. Same thing with Chuck Schumer. They don't care about any of this stuff. And as you know, having lived through that time, I didn't, uh, Greg, I'm not trying to date you, but um, in the end of the 60s, that all uh, culminated uh, with, you know, Woodstock and, right. and that time when values just completely shifted. And now we're seeing the products of that, that very thinking right today, and that is winning out. And I think the Republicans and conservatives in this country need to start arguing on behalf of Western society. And what's brought us to this actual point, as opposed to letting every the moral relativism and I think the uh, general relativism of all the various ethnic groups that are around the world. And now we're going to open the borders, but I can't leave my house. Help me understand that, please. Right. So, you know, in terms of any sort of moral code, we don't get a choice in, in whether or not we're going to war. It's either we're going to let the United States fall uh, piece by piece and succumb to what Michelle Lujan Grisham and the Democrats and Nancy Pelosi are giving us, or we're going to decide to turn around and fight for it because there'll be nothing worth living for uh, because Western society is what, you know, going to the ballet, the symphony, the opera, you know, going to, to sporting events, like these are the things they've shut all of those pieces down. It's like Bill Ayers and, and, uh, and Barack Obama uh, got together with Alinsky and said, you know what, here's how we're going to go ahead and, and, and topple the United States of America. We're going to shut down life as we know it right there, and we're going to go ahead and blame it on a bug. You know what type of thinking that is? That's the same exact type of thinking that they had two, three, four, five hundred years ago when everybody had to stay inside and they took over the cities while everybody was afraid of some bug that probably wasn't going to kill them in the first place. <laughs> and right. then, uh, quickly, gents, uh, yeah. to me, the most interesting radicalization of a society, uh, you, you can't get your arms around Russia, it's eight time zones, you know, right. um, is the Khmer Rouge in the 1970s. What, right. did, what did they do? They restarted the calendar. This is year zero. Uh, they killed intellectuals because intellectuals, you know, they tend to kind of see right. things from different perspectives and they may they may right. question the dominant ideology. I really see our Marxist revolutionaries here, and I think it's not unfair to call them that at this point. I mean, no. These are really crazed yes. people. Yes, sir. Um, I see them as basically Pol Pot types who really want to start over at year zero. Uh, that's how radical these people are. Right. Uh, because when there's a cause, there's no innocent life. Mm -hmm. and, and I guess I'll say this. They've been extremely successful. I mean, can a republic as fractured and as splintered as ours is right now, I mean, it's fractured racially, ethnically, politically, culturally, morally. They've done a fabulous job of splintering this country. Uh, can it survive if we don't share the most basic of belief systems? And if so, you know, how long can we keep going like this? And so how could one more observation about what's happened during this last year? Just think what's happening on the left. They pour it out into the streets in Minneapolis and Portland and Seattle and all that. Really, they had nothing to lose. Economically, their feet have been cut out from underneath them. A lot of these people do live with their parents. <laughs> they have no hope of a future right now. They've got mil or millions, you know, thousands of student loan debt. And they think, I don't even have a career. I go from one gig job to the next gig job. What have I got to lose? Let's go loot the Target store. And we, you know, again, the media said, oh, we're going to listen to you. Well, what happened last week? There are a lot of people on mm -hmm. the right now who are starting to feel the same economic insecurity of, wait a minute, 
my business has been taken away from me because of COVID. <clears throat> Excuse me. Wait a minute. You know, my, my income stream is now dependent on the state that I've got to get my $600 plus my welfare plus my $2,000 check. I hope it comes because I've been fired from. And, and say work. thank you and say right. please. And right. I can't get on with my life until the government gives me my money. It's the most sickening, disgusting thing. Right. I'm completely outraged at this point, just thinking about the sentences that you're saying and, and putting together because that's you're, you're, you're dead on. Right. Uh, people have completely eradicated all the businesses. Uh, you heard Cuomo himself turn around and say what? We can, we're not going to have anything left to open up. That's where we are right, right now in this country and specifically here in the state of New Mexico. And people are still like, well, no, nothing really has happened yet. The government's still taking care of us. And, uh, you know, 35% of the people here are still, you know, it, from a private business owner, you know, I can't get a home loan right now. Do you, are you well, realize that? You know who can get a home loan? Someone who works for the federal, state, or the city government. Right. You know who else can get a home loan? Someone who is over the age of 70 years old. Those are the people who can get home loans right now. Everybody else, well, we don't know how your business is going to do. Was it considered essential, non-essential? The mortgage companies are looking at whether or not your business line, where you're employed, sure. is essential or non-essential. <laughs> right. Like, like, you want to talk about a complete and total breakdown of everything, there it is. Well, I think the general's comment about people on the right or just even just people in the middle, the sane people, right. starting to feel as vulnerable as your average left-wing basket right. studies major, it's really, I think, a good one because I think what, and I've heard this like on Glenn Beck's show this morning. If you're ringing the roundhouse in gates for a, for in fencing for a non-existent threat, right? If those of those of us who oppose MLG, and I'm not talking about myself, I'm not going to commit an act of violence, but you're already convicted. Basically, you're a revolutionary, you're an insurrectionist, yes. you support Trump. So, in a sense, you're almost beginning to induce that bad behavior because I'm already convicted anyway. Might, I might as well throw a Molotov cocktail. You know, right. I've already been marginalized. And, and you're right. I think it's happening on the piece. So by, by spinning these tails, these non-existent threats and ringing the, the roundhouse and fencing, you're really and, encouraging and the thing a, you said, you, or you're, you're encouraging the thing you're saying you're fighting against. Basically. And declaring right. a state of emergency. Yep. Add that to that because that's essentially what she has done. She's yep. put us on the defense and we have to accept it. We got to check on weather and traffic uh, very quickly. Back with uh, more with uh, Greg Zanetti. Uh, here in a moment, and of course, uh, we got to take care of our advertisers here on the radio station. Um, one of the things that I've done, Greg Zanetti, and you're, you're an advertiser, uh, you know that we are not on FM any longer, but we are on Roku TV. Uh, we are, in addition to that, we're also on Apple TV as well as uh, Amazon Fire. So those will all be uh, lighting up very shortly. Roku, um, any second now, as I said yesterday. So that's there, and of course, you can find us directly at rockoftalk.tv. But one of the things that we could all do is, you know, download the app that we have, which if you want to save a conservative, tell them to go to rockoftalk.com uh, or abq.fm. And we have to start building. And I think of, you know, Paul Revere and the revolution. I think of all this time. There's like, you know, these people had to protect themselves within their own village because the threat was absolutely everywhere. The British right. are coming. The British are coming. And they had to recreate their, their communities in order to do it because there were people who were traitorous to them not necessarily the quote-unquote country at the time, but traitorous to them, and would turn them in. And this is what we've seen in Germany. We've seen in, what did you say, the Kermer? I mean, you have people right. turning uh, people in. And we told you, I think back in September, when I did that psychological analysis, I brought in that information, where the guy was testing if you will help others uh, do injustices uh, to somebody. And, right. and, and the fact is, you will. You will absolutely do. What was that experiment called again? Uh, Stanley Milgram uh, right. in Stanford, the 60s. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, we'll talk about that uh, when we return. 
Uh, Morris Gregson today right here in the Kiva, AM 1600 KIVA, ABQ.FM, com. 48 people watching us uh, online on various social media platforms. As quickly as you can, uh, get to the uh, rockoftalk.com, download the ABQ.FM, and then uh, within the app, you can also pull up our TV and watch us live there and tune us in uh, if you're running around. Tune it in. Uh, let's see how many people are listening to us online right now. Oh, this is nice. we got 262 people Wait. listening to us uh, online, and everyone who is listening to us on the AM, we are at 10,000 watts, so there you go. And tell your friends, tell your family. Um, I'll be mostly done with my work tomorrow working on the station, so I'll be able to get back to the regular run of things. I have uh, been absolutely buried uh, working and then really preparing for what's coming next week. So we've got to be prepared. 441, back in four. Thanks for listening. This is Eddie Aragon, The Rock of Talk. Glad to be here with you to help your business. And right now, businesses are in desperate need of cash flow. Many businesses aren't going to make it through this crisis without a solution. Michael Trujillo has that solution. Host of Your Money Matters, 1130 a.m. on Saturday. Michael, how can you help these businesses get cash flow today? Well, Eddie, all they have to do is pick up the phone, give us a call, and we can help them with that cash flow because we have many different federal programs that businesses can qualify for. But more importantly, we also also have over a hundred lenders on hand ready to go ahead and provide these loans to businesses so that they can continue when we are open again for business. Let's help your small business today, folks. If you own a car dealership, commercial real estate, you have a restaurant, how about a funeral home, software development firms, engineering firm, plumbing and heating, you name it, Michael can help you. 856-1171, or you can email him directly, michael at michaeltrujillo.com. That's michael at michaeltrujillo.com. Winter is here and the real estate market in New Mexico is different than past years. Hello, this is Tracy Venturi with Venturi Realty Group of Keller Williams Realty. And this is Tico Venturi. If you're thinking of selling, let's talk about the reasons to sell now. There are a lot of unknowns going into 2021 for real estate. What's certain right now, buyer demand is very strong, interest rates are making monthly payments very affordable, and the number of homes available right now for sale is at an all-time low. Has there ever been a time when there was a great opportunity and you missed out? Don't wait to sell and miss out this time. Home buyers are waiting. Call us now to put a plan in place to get your home sold for top dollar. Studies have shown that the biggest regret of home sellers is that they don't start preparing to sell their home early enough. If 2021 is a year you're going to move up, move out, or move on, time to give us a call. Hire us, the number one real estate team in New Mexico. Call now, 448-8888 or on the web, welcomehomeabq.com. Hi, I'm Kevin with Futons and Frames. We've been doing business in Albuquerque for over 30 years. We have the largest selection of futon frames in the state. Our futons are made right here in the USA. So if quality, service, and knowledge of product matter to you, then come on down to 4311 Manal or call us at 881-6863. Over 5 million people since 1976 experienced the peace of mind that having Revelco vehicle anti-theft device on their vehicle provides. RevelcoNM.com or call us at 505-550-4994 and see how you can gain that peace of mind as well.
Do you have any more of a nest egg now than you did this time last year? If you're not moving toward reasonable financial goals, it's time for a chat with Tom Crow of Crow Financial Advisors. Visit CrowAboutMoney.com. Attention, attention. 82 Guns and Glock salute the veterans of New Mexico by offering reduced blue label pricing on all Glock blue label handguns from Memorial Day to Veterans Day. 82 Guns is the largest stocking blue label dealer in the state and is the only woman veteran owned firearm store in Albuquerque. For details, come into the store in the Riverside Plaza just north of Montano and Coors at 82guns.com or call 899-1144. That's 899-1144. All right, time to put things together, starting with the weather. Mid-50s as we head into the weekend. Not too bad for a January. It's 53 right now at West Mesa High School. Uh, mostly clear skies into Harris, 46, and it is 56 at the Rock of Tuck. I-25 northbound just before Paseo. That stall, they're trying to get over to the right shoulder. you got big yellow on the scene, so that's why you're seeing a little bit of a crunch as you try and make the Paseo exit or the Paseo flyover. Once you're on Paseo westbound, Right past Jefferson, get ready. It's going to start to slow down. We have a stall up ahead for sale westbound right at the 2nd Street Merge. This traffic report brought to you by Sunny Side Up. Sun's up, and they are ready for takeout. You can enjoy really good, anything you're really craving from Sunny Side Up. Tasty meals like the pineapple coconut pancake, the Patriot waffle, and they've got various breakfast scrambles, French toast, healthy lunch choices, and if you'd like to get involved with any of those, you can go to sunny.enjoytakeout.com. All right, we're up to date. Now, let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro-aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. 446 here in the Kiva on AM 1600 KIVA, ABQ.FM, and rockoftalk.tv. There you go, folks. You can uh, see us right there. Uh, mortgage, owner, uh, actually a, a listener that I care very much about, um, he wanted to make a clarification. He said, Eddie, I have to disagree with you on your comments about mortgage companies trying to determine whether or not uh, you're essential. So I didn't say they're trying to determine. They determine whether or not your business line is essential. They have what's essential, what's not uh, non-essential. And this is directly from Chris Napier. I've been doing mortgages for 30-some years, and last year was no different. We were busier for March 2019 last year, uh, clear up until today. I know that. Uh, nobody knows that more than me, given what we've seen in the real estate uh, and that is uh, not any sort of uh, logical uh, argument towards what I'm doing. I'm not saying that there's less activity, less anything, in fact. Uh, there's never been, what are we now, the seventh hottest mortgage or seventh hottest uh, housing yeah. company yeah. or housing uh, market, Metro whatever, area, yeah. in the, the country. I don't want to have your listeners think that this that's what's going on because my lenders as a broker are not asking whether someone's job is essential. And again, I didn't see it, but your underwriters are. Uh, mortgage brokers generally pound those uh, into, uh, you know, a broker. We'll send it to four or five different people or they'll have their preferred guys that they work with. They know that they can get it done. Um, you know, it's, it's sort of a slippery slope in some ways. In other ways, they know they can get it done uh, with a certain type of lender. And, you know, they have all your financials, two years tax returns, you know, uh, last three bank statements. They've got all that information, right? And they now in a COVID environment, those determinations have to be made and you're in the money business, uh, right, Greg? So right. you yeah. have to evaluate whether or not there's going to be more income coming in. And for the foreseeable future, it's hard to make that determination. And then uh, he continued, uh, great guy, Van, by the way, and thanks for texting. Uh, I've worked with Chris. I know how his operation works, but none of his lenders have to work with the top in the business have COVID underwriting. 
started that way in March and April. It may have cleared up then, and I have not seen it since then. And uh, there you go. Uh, he says that he'd hate for people to start getting scared about buying homes and refinancing. Uh, I don't think anyone's getting scared about buying homes right now because they need the home because that's where they spend most of their time. And then the refinancing portion, well, these rates, they've never been lower. And uh, will we get to negative interest rates, Greg? We'll talk about uh, that uh, shortly. Let me get through the rest of these very quick texts. Uh, how do I see you on Roku? As soon as it pops up, just keep looking for Rock of Talk. Could be any sec. Uh, one of your strongest trios, Greg, Dowd, and Eddie. Good stuff. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Martin says, uh, censorship gone wild. We are focused on one account. Donald Trump, real Donald Trump right now, but this is going to be much bigger than just one account, and it's going to go on for much longer. That is from Project Veritas, um, and that Project Veritas uh, video that's coming in is Jack Dorsey being somehow interviewed. Uh, it looks that, it looks like it, it is, anyhow. Uh, hello, Eddie. I heard about a big unrest coming up by a video from last weekend. Okay. Uh, yeah, I heard a lot of things. It is over for, is all over the country. I watched it, but I dismissed it. We got off Google and Chrome so far. Proton email is, or Proton email, Proton email is next. Uh, the best thing you can do is detach. I'm going to, uh, read up, uh, our freedom checklist, as, uh, we put it, uh, one more time for everybody because I think people need to, be aware. You've been already doing it, right, Dowd? Uh, joined MeWe last night. I'm available just uh, Dowd Muska, D-O-W-D, next word, M-U-S-K-A. Uh, happy to, uh, I, I'm like the town, I won't say the word, the town, um, the girl in the village who's a little active with boys. I, I accept all offers. So wow. uh, shoot, shoot, me, shoot me an invitation I and I will accept your contact. I don't think you could have put that worse. Yeah. Uh, I was wondering if, it, it, I, if you could have put it any worse. I, I would love to see that. Uh, replace your Chrome Edge Safari Firefox with Brave or Opera. Get right. a VPN. A lot of people buying VPNs now, and that's good. Virtual Private Network, Visa apply. Uh, if you're social media platform doesn't let you get on because you have a VPN, you don't get on it. That's the way it works. Remove social media apps only from your mobile devices. Don't deactivate your accounts. Do not go underground or off the grid yet and fully disconnect. Uh, download your social media archives. Then you are ready to deactivate. Uh, share the email that we sent out. You can also ditch Gmail, Apple, you, uh, Yahoo, <laughs> or any other email with paid secure services like Proton Email, 65 bucks a year, or your subscriber to us will give you an email address that form... Uh, should be ready any second now as well. So you can also download Roku TV, uh, Rock of Talk TV channel. Uh, that will be guaranteed available by Friday is what I'm told. But uh, I was told it was any second too. So the TV channel is at, uh, also on Fire TV. And then we have our apps, uh, Rock of Talk TV for both uh, Apple as well as Google. So, Greg, let's uh, jump back into it, shall we, and talk about uh, the finance. And this is your area of specialization What's going to happen? A lot of people fearing, uh, given that we're over $30 trillion now in our debt, we're the highest market that we've ever seen, uh, but you have also have uh, huge underlying issues because uh, Main Street has been wiped out and uh, it does not look good. So uh, give us uh, kind of uh, what it's going to look like uh, going forward after Biden takes office. Well, he announced it today, another $2 trillion of stimulus. I mean, go big or go home. <laughs> Well, where are we going to get the $2 trillion? Well, clearly, we're just going to print it. Now, let's go down this path a little further. Right now, with the stock market at current levels, the stock market is valued at 190% of the GDP. So let's translate that. Same. The stock market's now 90% bigger than the entire economy. 
the stock market has always been a subset of the greater economy, not the economy, a subset of a stock market. Three times in history this has happened, Eddie. Once was 1929, once was 1999 before the, you know, dot com crash. Yep. And the other time was late 2007, early 2008, just before Lehman. And in each of those cases, the stock market was barely bigger than the economy. The stock market's almost twice as big as the economy. And it's because of these policies. As we have printed these trillions, the money has gone disproportionately to Wall Street and the financial sector versus Main Street and the real economy. So what that stat is really telling you is the disconnect between the stock market and the financial assets has never been greater versus the underlying real economy. So I, I would say there should be some concern there. So the thought might be, well, maybe I should get out of stocks and go to bonds. Well, you could, except interest rates are at zero. And we have defaults coming in the bond market because the underlying economy is deteriorating. Then you would say, well, maybe we could go overseas and make some money. How about international? Mm -hmm. If I told your listeners to invest in China right now, they'd flip off the purpose. They flip me off then they flip off your radio station. Uh, me too. I'd flip you off too. <laughs> yeah, I would too. <laughs> so then we'd say, let's go to real estate, which is the world you are in. Eddie, you've seen how much empty retail space is out it's there. It's insane. And you know how much empty commercial real estate yep. is the insurance agent, CPAs and attorneys have gone home. Mm -hmm. So then we'd say, all right, let's go to cash and CDs and let's just wait this thing out, except we're printing trillions and our stated policy is to devalue the currency and force inflation. It doesn't leave many investments left, but for in the greater picture on this thing, let's go back to what we were talking about at the beginning. Do we want a political, a political setup that's driven by the state or by society? Will the state be taking care of everything for us or are we going to take care of ourselves? Well, the state is using this to further its grip to take care of every part of our life where now people are saying, I don't have a chance for a job. Better send me the $2,000 check because this is all I've got. It's a very dangerous road we're on. And now we're in the hands of people who are more than happy to make this happen by printing not just the $2 trillion they're with now. This is just a starting point to get us, to get us down the road. And so how long does this, uh, sorry to interrupt you, no, but how ahead. long does this depression going to last? Is this going to be 15 years? Are we going from 1929 all the way to 1945 and we have a war on top of that? Uh, are we going to be looking at something like in the 1800s, a depression like that? I mean, what type of depression, how long is it going to be? Are we looking at 2001 uh, coming out of that after 9-11, uh, after 2008. Tell me what our uh, depression is going to look at look like. Well, it will be an inflationary depression and okay. a deflationary depression at the same time, and people's heads will spin. Will they use the inflation to write off the debt? Yes, that's the objective. That's the plan, right? Right. Okay, but so that that, means, that's even worse than anything. Right, but that that's means you have control. a new currency. Right, you get a yeah. new currency out of the situation, and a lot of people who worked their entire lives and tried to do, oh, go by the rules and do it all right, will end up being roadkill, which is this horrible, awful injustice. But, but yes, if you see it coming, now you have to adjust and, and adapt. I mean, the, my conclusion is you better be invested in things that can't be printed. And you see it with big money, Eddie. Uh, guess who the largest private owner of water rights in California is? I think I've told you this is the um, I don't. I forgot the Harvard Endowment. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Now, why is an East Coast university buying up California water by the billions? 
Well, who sits on the board of the very prestigious Harvard Endowment? Oh, the guy's from J.P. Morgan. Um, uh, let's see, Goldman Sachs, Amazon, Facebook, Microsoft, uh, you know, the big guys. High tech, high finance, buying water. So they know how the whole yeah. thing is going to work. Do right. you think that these guys have sort of uh, scheduled it out or played it out? to yes. and, and to what degree and how many years, decades, I don't know, centuries, if you will, in terms of them planning out our future? Oh, I think they have long-term plans for this, you know, total lockdown. Now, things never go the way you think. And you asked how quickly do we come out of it. It will depend on our leadership. I don't think we come out of it. Um, as we heard today, I think this is uh, the new normal. This is the reset. Uh, if anybody was looking for hope, uh, that got lost on uh, November 3rd and then got lost again on January 6th. So I'm not trying to, uh, you know, be a Debbie Downer, but I think the reality is, is the new reality is we have to build our own economies we have to right. build our own exchanges. We have to build our own communities. And then we have to create more tribal tribalism and more affinity groups because the war of the tribes, let me just tell you when it all uh, boils down to it, you're going to have to stick with people who value the very same things because you risk too much uh, in, in terms of getting attacked. And if you're not attacked uh, uh, directly, either physically uh, or uh, through getting uh, shamed, uh, you will get so indirectly by the use of real force, which, of course, is going to be the government. Well, yeah, and I think you talk about the tribalism. What the left is trying to do is define you by your race, your creed, your color, your sexual orientation. Whereas on our side, it's we don't care about any of that. Yeah. What do you believe? What, what do you, you believe? value? There you go. What is important to you? Because I will feel an affinity toward you if we share a moral base and a value system. And I don't really care what you look like. I don't really care if you smoke cigarettes or you drink Jack Daniels. If we share the same moral base, then we will naturally come together to to fight and to defend what we believe is right and true. But we need to offer this as a port, a safe haven where other people can come and join with some sense of safety. And we haven't done that yet. Meanwhile, on the left, well, they're very good at it. No, no, we, we've done it uh, right here at the Rock well, of you Top. have, yes. And uh, we'll continue to do it. And there's no reason why we can't build it up uh, just from within the platform that we are. I think we need to stop saying that, that we don't have it yet. I think there are several people, uh, entrepreneurial people, who have started to build it and have uh, and, and are interested in doing so. But I think for a lot of conservatives, and we, we, we saw this, we're about to hit the top of the hour, Fox News, which is really in the last point I'm going to make is with parlor. They just sat there and they whined about the fact right. that Amazon was in control. Well, I thought you were a conservative organization. Why are you so dependent upon Amazon? Right. So uh, we're going to be back to wrap it up. Uh, we're going to hit the top of the hour Fox news. We're going to go back at five Oh three and get the last remarks uh, from Greg Zanetti. You're listening to Fox news, abq.fm day two, two nine CL 93.7 FM and AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. calls it the American Rescue Plan. I'm Lisa Lacerra, Fox News. President-elect Biden set to unveil at this hour the $1.9 trillion package that he says will turn the tide on the pandemic, including another stimulus. Part of that pays for $1,400 checks, which are in addition to the $600 checks that went out this month. The total of those checks is $2,000 when combined. Fox's Peter Ducey, aide told the AP, Biden will make the case that the additional spending and borrowing is necessary to prevent the economy from sliding 
into an even deeper hole. Biden is also expected to outline how to administer 100 million vaccines by his 100th day in office. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and Senate Democratic Leader Chuck Schumer say Congress will get right to work on the new stimulus package in a joint statement. They called it the right approach. Security on the minds of the FBI and other agencies in the days leading up to the inauguration. Right now we're tracking calls for potential armed protests and activity leading up to the inauguration. And the reason I use the word potential is because one of the real challenges in this space uh, is trying to distinguish what's aspirational versus what's intentional. FBI Director Christopher Wray, he says more than 100 people have been arrested after last week's deadly riot at the Capitol, including the man who was seen on video and in pictures carrying a Confederate flag inside the building. Most major airlines say they're stepping up security on flights to D.C. before Inauguration Day, and Delta, United, Alaska, and American Airlines say they will not allow passengers flying to Washington to put guns into check bags. The Treasury Department says it's overhauling its stake in Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac that would eventually allow the housing giants to issue public stock and escape government control. But details of the process must still be resolved by the incoming Biden administration. America is listening to Fox News. The Rocket Mortgage Super Bowl Squares sweepstakes is back. It's the largest official game of Super Bowl Squares ever with millions of dollars in prizes. And best of all, it's free to enter. Every score change, someone wins $50,000. Just enter for free at RocketMortgageSquares.com and it could be you. Touchdowns, field goals, safeties, extra points. Every single score change will draw one lucky winner from the square to win $50,000. Plus, two grand prize winners will win a half a million dollars they could use toward their dream home. One way to enter, two ways to win. See rules and enter for free at RocketMortgageSquares.com. Then tune into the Super Bowl on February 6th. To see if you bring home some dough. Rocket Mortgage, official mortgage sponsor of Super Bowl 55. No purchase necessary. Legal residents of the 50 U.S. and D.C. of age of majority. Ends 2 4 2021, 11 p.m. Eastern. Equal housing lender license in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. All right, let's say we start hour number two, and I think we're going to put things together with the weather. Looks like a great weekend, mid 50s for the high. I know in Santa Fe right now it's 44 degrees. It is 53 at the National Hispanic Cultural Center and 55 here at the Rock of Talk. All right, I uh, did get the stall out of your way. I-25 northbound just before Paseo del Norte. Still the activity on the right shoulder, so it's a little bit of a sightseeing thing. Paseo del Norte was, uh, westbound. As you make your way just past that second merge, you know, as all the traffic's coming on the second, they got that stall out of your way as well. But uh, Coors Boulevard is going to be really tough. La Oria southbound on... Uh, uh, Coors Boulevard from Lauria to Montano. Get ready. It is a test of patience for you. Amazing Grace brings you this particular traffic report. They're great people. Companion care at reasonable rates from Amazing Grace. Household services, mobile assistance, meal preparation, cognitive assistance. They're right there by your folks' side ready to help. Amazing people ready to help. And if you'd like to get in touch with Amazing Grace, just go to homecare.theplaceilike.com. All right, we are up to date now. Let's dive into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro aggression. The Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA. 
on the app abq.fm and on TV at rockoftalk.tv. 550-5500, hour two. D-Dowd Muska, how are you? I'm well, and I'm in, I'm in a good mood because right now I'm reading comments from uh, our new representative, Stephanie Lord, who said it is embarrassing. It seems like fear-mongering to put the fence around the roundhouse. It is embarrassing. We need more legislators like Stephanie Lord. There's an yeah. actual fence around the roundhouse? Yep, there's a picture of it. Uh, what the do they think paper. is going to happen? What's wrong with these idiots? Local insurrection, you know. Ah. Yeah. My God. Well, I mean, go ahead. Crucify me. You know, whatever you're going to go ahead and do. Take Eddie Aragon and uh, put him right there and uh, crucify him in front of the roundhouse, right? I'm sure a lot of you conservatives uh, out there. No, way. I shouldn't say conservatives because a conservative wouldn't like to see that. But a lot of the uh, party people... I'd love to see that happen. No, that Eddie Aragon. That Eddie Aragon. I was like, okay, well, you guys need to vilify somebody. Why don't you vilify? And, and they're vilifying me, the guy who's got more than 14,000 signatures for impeach MLG. You can still do that uh, as well. Please do. <laughs> Please <laughs> do it often. Um, we've got uh, Mr. Greg Zanetti, General, General Greg Zanetti, uh, to uh, wrap up last hour. And I'm going to let him sort of like uh, encapsulate everything so that we have a good understanding about things going forward. As you just heard, Greg, at the top of the hour, Fox News, which the Great American Rescue Plan. Last year at this time, did we need rescuing? We were like 3.2% unemployment. Uh, we were about to have the greatest, literally the greatest State of the Union speech of all time. Um, uh, Mich- uh, Nancy Pelosi, I almost called her Michelle Pelosi. Uh, Nancy Pelosi, that would be a great name. Uh, Nancy Pelosi was ripping up the president's speech after his absolutely right. unbelievable. I mean, it was right there. They were. She tried to impeach him. Before he took office, she impeached him as he took office, then she impeached him uh, on his way out. I mean, the woman is responsible for half of the impeachments in the history of the United States. And we're just simply just trying to get on with our lives. We don't care about government that much, and it shouldn't impact us as much as it it does. We shouldn't stop and wait for, you know, and I know this is what happens in communist countries. What? Dear leader is speaking at 3 p.m. We must all turn TV on. You know, it really is kind of that point, but... I just, I just want to pay bills and go to work, come home, and be able to uh, not worry about uh, what's coming next. And I got to tell you, this Great American Rescue Plan and what what's there with the additional two trillion you, you pointed out, Greg. I don't know what to say. But the the common thread in everything they're doing on the other side is to separate us, separate brothers, separate sisters, separate families, separate us in every conceivable way, and keep us splintered and fractured. And they will do it in the name of these glorious causes of socialism. But we know we know their plan of attack. So what's our answer? Well, what they encourage is command. Everything will be done from the top. Command economy, command dictates. We need to offer the, the opposite. No, it needs to be done by consensus from the bottom up. All of us coming together of like mind, like thought. How are we going to make the society better? with us right doing this we need to be the voice of the voiceless because it's clear that they do not want to hear from about half the nation and that they want to censor and silent half of us who have a different view from what from what they have and i think what we offer in opposition to the fracturing and the splintering is come join and the things that unite us are duty honor truth integrity uh, righteousness. I mean, yeah, I'll say it. E- even holiness. 
We wish to pursue something higher, something better, the way our founding fathers really kind of laid it out. We were going to be better. We were going to be different from Europe, different from these other nations. They got involved in these petty squabbles that we were going to rise above all of this. And, yeah, it's going to take take discipline, patience, and perseverance. Uh, It's going to take some courage and bravery and endurance. But can we do that? Yes. Yes, absolutely. When can we expect the conservative Democrats uh, to join you and I, Greg Zanetti? When can we expect, uh, we know that the, we, we can't trust the rhino Republicans. We know that. So uh, we know that there's conservatives uh, who, who are here. And we do know that there are some, you know, a decent Democrat uh, here and there. there and they've been pushed out, the blue dog Democrats, out of the party uh, by these ultra radical left wingers who are now running everything and running this country. Um, like this is the Bolshevik revolution. If anybody hasn't uh, realized that you're, you're, you're not very smart right. about history. So I'd like to ask you, when do you think those blue dog Democrats are going to come over to our side? When they realize they've been betrayed and when they will know they have been betrayed, when the promises that they were made for all the social programs, all their government jobs, all of the things that they said would give them security and comfort are taken from them and they will realize that they've been had. And at that point, they will say, what have I done? And now I understand, and I'm with you, and we will open them, with, welcome them with open arms, mm-hmm. because they are. They're wonderful, nice, kind people who share a lot of the qualities we just talked about. But We've got an election coming up, uh, Congressional District Number 1, uh, which we can pretty much say is in the affirmative. Uh, I've already made my declaration. I'm the only one to send out an official statement uh, thus far. And uh, I think a vision for New Mexico, especially from a native son moving forward, I think will encompass a lot of these things, plus a lot of reach over to uh, these blue dog Democrats who have been abandoned by their party. Uh, We'll also include in what I'm doing, I think, reaching out to a lot of libertarians. Uh, We're going to be reaching out to a lot of people who are independent out there because, you know, we have found that there is, a number of people in the Republican Party who are more morally bereft of uh, any sort of real thought uh, and, and any sort of real uh, backbone, I, I would say, as well. I think that's a fair thing uh, to qualify for. So I think, you know, those strong conservatives, the which ones and now that are, and I, I don't know, did you get the RPNM notice today, uh, Dowd, about a fence being built around the Capitol? I didn't, no, I didn't get that. No. I don't, I don't, Rudy's the one to ask Rudy, about that. I'm Rudy, not on their distribution list. Yeah, Rudy, did, right. did you get that uh, official statement coming out about uh, demonizing Trump support? And, and you didn't. And there is a reason no. why. It's because they won't come to your defense. We have to come to the defense of our Constitution. It's sort of like I was having a conversation with my mom, and I know she's listening, and you know I love my mom to death. Um, but I was having a conversation with her really early in the morning, uh, Greg, and, and, and she goes on and I'm listening to her, you know, 15, 20, 25 minutes. And she's telling me all of her thoughts. And then she gets to this point. I remember my mom's, I think she might still be registered a Democrat. I don't even know. It doesn't matter because she, she voted. She loved Donald Trump. She voted for Donald Trump. Remember Donald Trump was a Democrat from 2001 to 2009. I like to repeat that stat. Um, <laughs> she says, she says, you know what, mijito? They should make a law that pro- prohibits, and I'm like, stop right there. We should not make one more law. <laughs> we don't need another infringement. Come but in. everybody thinks that the government has to come in and do something on behalf of the people. And we actually need the other thing. And I'll, and I'll make my, my case in point. We have been telling every single person that this was going to happen. Are there over 2 million tests yet, Doubt? 
There's oh, got to be over two well, million. Got, I'll check. I'll check on that yeah. dashboard. Yeah. So, so Dowd and I are having this conversation. We literally told everybody from the very beginning. And remember, Dowd's a, a you know independent libertarian small L. But you look at this whole entire thing, this progression. These guys are playing for keeps. We knew what they were going to do, and all we've heard about is rules and edicts and do this. And if you don't right. do this, then you're going to get punished and all this kind of stuff. I'm like, mom, mom, mom. We don't. We we don't need that. All we need. All we need is our constitution. Don't touch it. Don't change the letter. Don't interpret anything different. Uh, that's all we need to do, and we need to protect that Constitution. But we've moved away to that to such an incredible degree. And so to make my point with regard to COVID, she said at the very beginning, she says, we want to make sure every single person is tested and every single person is wearing a mask. And the federal government was standing in our way. They're the ones that made it impossible for us to go ahead and do it. And they're, they're holding back the vaccines. When did you hear Donald Trump holding back vaccines? At what point did you hear him saying, well, we're not really trying to rush out the vaccine because we want people to get sick and die. You never heard him say even something even approximately close to that. But what's really interesting is she's wanting every single person to be tested. That's the very thing as Dr. Um, help me with the Pfizer she- doctor. Oh, oh Eden. Uh, Dr. Yeadon said, would make right. this situation worse. Yes. Right. And today she goes out, if you haven't been tested, you need to go get tested so we can track and see where everybody's at. What? So if you have it and you get tested and you're positive and you're asymptomatic, we do know something about these tests. Right. Because the governor of Florida, Dowd, said. Indeed. Uh, he is mandating a reporting of the cycle threshold, which is how many times they sort of run that test to, to pick up right. those pieces of RNA, which Dr. Yeadon says, and I trust Dr. Yeadon, I've actually looked into more of his background. It may suggest that you were you had it three months ago or that you had it in such a small capacity that you weren't uh, contagious. Uh, and again, that's a governor mandating more. She talks about, she said literally today, we will continue to be an administration that's transparent. Well, then why don't you follow what Florida's doing and, and report the cycle thresholds on this? Eddie, uh, you're absolutely right. We have passed the number of tests. We have now more number of tests performed in New Mexico than number of people in New Mexico. According Hooray! to according, We made it, folks. <laughs> I we it. did it. Did I not tell you that was coming? And I haven't been tested. You haven't been tested. Oh, no. And I, I told you at this point. What did I tell you? Yes, all the all like, little babies have been tested. Everybody's been tested. So this literally, all the tracking on COVID was a waste of time. You may tell no. you why it never mattered because it was never about tracking and making sure right. every person was vaccinated because what you understood, and this is how you know that she is such a wretched little liar up there in Santa Fe. You, my friend, dear governor, governess, Michelle Lujan Grisham are a liar because you never broke out the fact that it wasn't one test per person. These were multiple people who are driving this up. By getting multiple tests. Yep. I've had four, five, six, seven, ten tests. You're an idiot. You are a complete and total idiot for getting that number of tests. And all you have done, you say, well, I've been, uh, you know, increasing what has been happening. No, the people who have gotten multiple tests have exacerbated the situation. And they are the ones who have blood on their hands and made it, made these restaurants, these businesses, and these schools and the children responsible for what has happened. We don't need to vaccinate everyone. I will say that till the day I die. And they'll probably give me a vaccination that'll probably have, you know, hemlock in it. Who knows, you know, at this point. <laughs> uh, 44,000 more tests performed in the state than number of people in the state. That is unbelievable. Yeah. There you go. We just proved it. We just proved how your governor and your government lied to you. And they never broke it out. They never told you that it was one person per test. Because when you say, well, how many people tested positive? How many people tested negative? You keep talking about it. There's like 
Well, they've had 2,000 tests. Oh, so I guess 2,000 people took a test, right? No, that's wrong. It could have been one person taking 2,000 tests. Exactly. It never mattered. Does that make any sense to anybody out there to, to show you how much of a statistical anom- a, a statistical lie this is that's been pushed down? And, and to your point where she said we wanted to be a, what did she say, a government of transparency? Uh, and we will continue to be an administration continue. that's transparent. Yes. Were we ever told not one time, not once? And I wrote about this. Uh, Greg, I'll give you the last words. I want you to start viewing this through the lens of a general that we're under siege and that the siege began in January of 2020 yes. when the World Health Organization announced this thing. And by the way, for you biblical scholars out there, if you want to know the exact date when the WHO did that, it was the exact same dates that the Babylonians began the siege of Jerusalem and the same day that the Romans began the siege of Jerusalem 500 years later. Really? Wait, wait, the very date on the very our day. calendar? It's called the 10th of Tevet in the Hebrew calendar, and Tevet is one of their months. It's the 10th of that month, and both sieges began on that day, and that was the day the WHO announced COVID. So That you, is unreal. So if you believe we're under siege, view it through that lens. How do people behave under sieges? It starts out okay, we're all in this together, we're going to fight the enemy. And then people turn on each other. Yep. And then inside the walls, people start to fight over limited resources. And then outside, they wait and they laugh and they start to wait you out. And the pressure builds. You start to see empty store shelves. You start to see the food disappear. You start to see uh, tensions rise among the people. And I would say view it through that lens right now because there are people who enjoy this siege and they want this oh to my. happen. Yeah, do they ever? And they absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Greg Zanetti, thank you. Zanetti Financial. How can people reach you, Greg? All right. Thanks. How do people reach you? Oh, my number, 250-3754. Just go to my website, ZanettiFinancial.com. All right. You're the best. Thanks, Greg, for being here. Back after a quick break, uh, we will take your calls uh, then. 550-5500 will open the phone lines. A lot of people asking how long will the, the depression last? Uh I'd say more than a decade at this point. I'd say probably well into the 2030s uh, if I'm buying it because I think this battle is going to go on uh, for some time. Um, here it is, folks. This is the consequence of not electing a president who is uh, all about the Constitution and putting America first. Now we've gone from America first to America last, but that's okay. Make sure that we're first. May We may not have 1600 uh, uh, Pennsylvania Avenue anymore, but we certainly have AM 1600 KIVA, the Rock of Talk, rockoftalk.tv, and rockoftalk.com. Take a quick break. Back in four minutes. Hi, I'm Dr. Casals at the Vision Store. So many of you are worried about changes in your vision. At the Vision Store, we are available for routine, urgent, and emergent eye care, red eyes, broken glasses, and contact lenses. We carry a wide array of frame styles in our showroom to choose from, including sunglasses and anti-reflective lenses. Come see us Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday from 8 to 6, and Wednesday from 8 to 1. Come see what you haven't seen in a while at the Vision Store in Bernalillo. Call for an appointment today at 771-EYES. That's 771-3937. Maintaining your cutting equipment is essential to the longevity of your tools and the quality of your product. Whether you're a woodworking professional, metalworking professional, hobbyist, or you just need a new edge on your kitchen knives or gardening tools, trust the sharpening experts at Precision Sharpening to help keep your tools in excellent condition. 884-8229. 884-8229. 
I don't know how to tell time, but I know it's sunny side up o'clock. Healthy, tasty avocado toast, scrambles, and sunny side up favorites. Sunny side up, Manola, Louisiana. Sunny side up. Tap to call at sunny.theplaceilike.com. Great news. Ann Matthews Bridal just received the long-awaited Disney Fairy Tale Weddings Collection. Ann Matthews Bridal has been chosen to handle the premiere of this collection right here in Albuquerque. If you're needing a bridal gown, we look forward to showing this collection along with other top designer collections we carry. Call 890-3736 for your own personal shopping experience. Ann Matthews Bridal, 890-3736. Located across the street from Coronado Center at 6121 Manal Boulevard. <sighs> the cooler temperatures are finally here. That's good news for you because the best prices of the year are now. I'm Eddie Aragon and have just the guy for you. He's Mario from Axiom Home Services with over 40 years of experience. He'll come out to your home and show you the best refrigerated air conditioning options for your home and family. Don't miss the lowest prices of the season. Call now, 792-9742. That's 792-9742 or axiomhvac.com. Remember to ask for train unstoppable in any season. This is why people from all over go to JJ's Premier Tire and Services. This is Josefo from Santa Fe. I just blew a tire in my trailer. I was on my way to Albuquerque and I stopped at JJ's. So glad I did. The manager came over right away, quoted me an amazing price, and they had it in stock. No waiting. Within minutes, I had a new tire. Ready to go. I have a fleet of trucks and I've never received this kind of service from anybody. I'll be back. JJ's is your complete automotive repair center. From oil changes, brakes, alignment, air conditioning, to repairs on your engine to keep you safe on the road, JJ can do it. Hi, I'm JJ, and we've built our reputation on honest, fair-priced auto repair. And we can service any car, light truck, or SUV. When we service your vehicle, we'll do it right. Trust JJ's Premier Tire and Services on San Antonio, just west of Wyoming. Call 821-5771. That's 821-5771. Do you have any more of a nest egg now than you did this time last year? If you're not moving toward reasonable financial goals, it's time for a chat with Tom Crow of Crow Financial Advisors. Visit CrowAboutMoney.com. All right, it is time that we put things together, starting with the weather looking like a fairly decent weekend. These are because, look at this, 55s are expected high over the next several days. And I've got to tell you, it's really not bad out there now in the middle of January. 50 degrees at Cottonwood, 51 at Expo, New Mexico. And it's 53 here at the Rock Talk. A couple of stalls along the way on I-40. One of them is going to be eastbound right past Carlisle. That is on the right shoulder. On the westbound side, it is right past San Mateo. That car just couldn't get on the freeway. Big yellow on the scene to get him out of the way for you. And up ahead, again, you're going to be pumping the brakes. I don't see an accident, but look at the slow traffic on the westbound side of I-40. Pretty much from 12th Street all the way across uh, Coors to just past Unser. This traffic report brought to you by Salon Deluxe and Country Club Plaza on Southern and Rio Rancho. Salon Deluxe, market partner with Monate. Modern Nature hair and skin products. And they got a great health line as well. And Salon Deluxe adds to that because they are the west side distributor for Canyon Water, go and get your Canyon Water at Salon Deluxe. If you'd like more information, go to SalonDeluxe.com. All right, we're up to date. Now, let's dive into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro-aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. All right, uh, 523 here in the Kiva. AM 1600 KIVA, ABQ.FM on the app, and Rock of Talk TV on your TV. 
Yep, and then you can just go to the the, the side as well. We got Dowd. He's he's looking big in there. We're gonna uh, <laughs> shrink him just a little bit. There we go. We can see a little bit more of him. We got wider new cameras and uh, all that kind of uh, cool stuff. Let me get to your text, uh, Dowd. Did you want to say anything to start the segment? No, I'm just you know waiting for those calls and texts to come in about all the folks that were planning violent resistance in in, oh, in, yes. in Santa Fe. We still haven't gotten any of those. The insurrection. Insurrection is yes. coming. Yeah, yes. Good good point. Um, Bill says, "Hi, Eddie." In judo, you're trained to use your opponent's weight against them. Any ideas about how you would use the progressive's weight against them? I think I think I just gave you the answer um, when I referenced the Blue Dog Democrats. We know that there's probably more or as many Blue Dog Democrats as there are progressives in there. So we got to get them to do the right thing within their party. It's obvious uh, within the media, and let me just break this down for you from the standpoint of we can't create moral suasion anymore. Uh, conservatives, Republicans can't create moral suasion. We can't go out there and make an argument and expect it to, oh, that makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. Let's go with that. Yeah, yeah. And then more and more people jump on top of it. And, oh, that's a good idea. And the reason why is because they tarred and feathered your president and anything having to do with the, and General Zanetti was pointing it out, you know, there's no moral code. Well, who have they put the moral code on? They put that moral code on Donald Trump. So if you're a Trump supporter, you have that stain on you moving forward. That you, any argument that you make is stained by the fact that you don't have it. So if you go and you look at that answer, Bill, the answer is going to be within the Democrat Party. How much tyranny are they going to put up with in the government? How much or how hard are they going to push within their party? And what happened here in the state of New Mexico? All those blue dog Democrats got primaried by their own party. Indeed. By their own party because they wanted to bring in progressives. Like, when are we going to start actually listening to what's happening out there and realizing that, you know what, uh, these guys are serious. They're, they're actually super serious. And we, we're, we're playing with fire here. Now, I told you the Democrat Party won't exist by 2024. I stand by that. And, in fact, I'm going to reaffirm. Because the Democrat Party will no longer be a Democrat Party anymore because it will be a communist party. And I use that word specifically because that's exactly where they're headed towards. So it's up to those blue dog Democrats and the old Democrats to save that party in order that we can save one part of this country. Because certainly the Republicans, we l listen to this track record just to kick off the, the, the new year. In the span of a week and a half, what is it, or two weeks, because today's the 14th. In the span of two weeks to kick off 2021, a brand new decade and a brand new year, we managed to lose the presidency. We managed to lose the Senate. We managed to lose the House. And now they're coming for the judiciary. And they're not playing nice, folks. There's nothing you can do at this point to stop them because they have the moral high ground. They can rip things up. They can dress all in white. They play as a team. Okay? The Rhino Republicans, guess who they teamed up with? That group. Because they don't want to feel uncomfortable. They're just a, you know, a lot of country club, uh, you know, white Republicans, and I do mean white, white Republicans feeling uncomfortable because they don't know what's cool. No offense to you, Dowd, because I know you're white, but you understand what I'm saying. I, like, do, I do. We want to be hanging out with the cool kids. Oh, oh, isn't that great? My daughter, she's listening to, you know, Jay-Z and uh, all of that great, that fancy stuff. I'm going to pop that in, and I'm going to feel good, too. Okay, now I'm not talking so much about culture, but I kind of am because we have to stop wanting to be liked. 
one of the lessons that you should pull away from Donald Trump is don't try to be liked. Try to do the right thing. The men and women in this country who generally try to do the right thing are never, never liked. The cool kids aren't interested in them. Mm-hmm. So it's okay to stick your neck out. And again, I'm going to commend the people who decided to go to Washington, D.C., to go ahead and be part of that, to visit their president, to go to the Capitol. Uh, I would be standing right there next to you. I was looking at tickets and, and all that. What I don't advocate for is letting all those Antifa people at the front and crazed Trump people, if they were there, still you still have to prove it to me, right? You still have to show me <laughs> who these people are. And let's go through all the, it, we the FBI, the facial recognition analysis, all this kind of stuff. It, to actually tell me that, okay, yeah, there was definitely Trump people. There's bad apples in every bushel. You just need to understand. Dowd understands Mr. Johnny Appleseed himself. I also understand uh, there's been a, a, an AOC quote that's been kicking around all day in America today. I, I think it this ties into what you're saying, Eddie, in terms of not being apologetic for what you believe. are aggressive about their plans. And I, I, you, people are going to hate this quote. And they're going to be angry at me for reading it. I think this is a wonderful quote. It explains exactly the kind of thinking that we should have on, on our side in terms of the pro-liberty, pro-freedom movement. Uh, so AOC posted this on her Instagram. Uh, talking about Georgia and you know the, their success, I guess, in Georgia. Uh, that's what we got to do. We got to organize. And I think what we saw in Georgia is a really good example with black women leading the way, with multiracial and multicultural organizations leading the way, um, they prove that southern states are not red states. They are suppressed states, which means the only way that our country is going to heal is through the actual, get this, liberation of southern states, the actual liberation of the poor, the actual liberation of working people from economic, social, and racial oppression. That's the only way. That's the only way. Who on the conservative and libertarian side says something like California, Connecticut, uh, Vermont, Washington and Oregon, Illinois, we need to go into these states and liberate them from their leftism and cut taxes and spur economic development and give parents school choice so they can free children. Do you hear it from conservatives? Uh, you do, actually. You hear it from this conservative well, well, because one. we had a conversation about it. And go back and look at those California representatives who won their race. Mm-hmm. The conservative California representatives who are now first-termers, okay, and there's a whole bunch of them. Yeah, yeah. What, who were they? They were minorities. Yep. They yep. were conservatives. And they weren't apologizing and they for weren't, exactly. Trump policies. They weren't apologizing yeah. for Trump yeah. Yeah. at all. They were standing behind their president and they were standing behind the principles of this country. And that's where you have to be. So, you know, for those people who saw Lindsey Graham getting chased and being called a traitor, and you see what's happening with the traitor Mitch McConnell, and you see what's happening with all these, you know, traitorous Republicans. And they really are. They're traitorous. Uh, there's no, no question about it. They're trading the country. They're, they're okay with the communism because it's some sort of deal. And who knows what type of film or things like that that they have on them. And if I get to Washington, I'll pull all sorts of film. I don't care. And if I get shot, I did not kill myself. Or if I get stabbed, I did not kill myself. Just so you know. Um, I used to have that on my Facebook. And I, the other one I put on was really funny. Uh, do not arrest this man. Remember that when TP and... Um, <laughs> Jerry Maguire. Remember Jerry Maguire? They had this shirt on. And I thought it was the best shirt ever. It says, do not arrest this man. But um, we have to stand behind our principles and our values. Because otherwise, you don't have anything. But there's Lindsey Graham, the great traitor. Well, we're done with We're done with it. We're done with Trump. We're done. They ultimately go back to who they are. 
right? Yeah. Opportunist. Yeah. yeah. That is the word that you don't let go. Opportunist. They'll tell you anything that they want you that uh, that you want to hear just so that you'll vote for them or give them money. When, when was the last time you heard a progressive leftist Marxist apologize for their policy prescriptions or who they support? Never. I mean, they're not not once. They believe what they say and they're bold about it and they'll tell you straight out. We, I mean, one of the things that bothers me about the Great Reset, this concept is, you know, listen, folks, they've they've told us for decades what they want. There's nothing new about the Great Reset. Okay, it's what they've wanted. For, they've been very bold and expressive about all this. Um, cause I've been around doing this for a while. Um, there's no reason to apologize for economic development. There's no reason to apologize for lower taxes. No reason to apologize for getting people off welfare, not patting yourself on the back for putting more people on welfare. No reason to apologize for any of this. These are good pr- traditional American ideas and principles. And Eddie, you're right. The opportunists, they, they, we are, uh, we are infected with opportunists. And I, maybe before we make any real progress, we're going to have to purge ourselves of those opportunists. Well, jobless opportunists at that, because a politician, you know, by and large, a good majority of them are jobless. Yep. You know, most of them are attorneys. Yep. Right. Is that really a job? Yep. Are these guys gainfully employed? Well, look at Deborah Holland. She never worked for a law firm, as far as I can tell. Yep. She never passed the bar, failed it three times. And she got three DUIs at least from what we can tell there. So, you know, opportunist, uh, politician, absolutely, uh, you know, there. And there are a number of them who are up there. But how many actually started a business? Uh, in fact, the only ones that I could honestly think of are Donald Trump. <laughs> that I can think of right off the top of my head. So uh, there you go. 550-5500. Let me get to the rest of your texts uh, as well. Good uh, question, Bill. Uh, the leverage and the moral suasion to sort of uh, break it down, where does that come from? It uh, comes directly uh, from within the Democrat Party. There's little we can do from outside of it. We lost the argument. Oh, and I should also compound that answer with the fact that you need a huge media presence. And when Fox News abandons the president, and when Paul Ryan uh, decides to go what and what they did on the night of the election, trust me, you you had nowhere to go. You guys were men without country. I mean, how can I even fly? By the way, you won't say this will be the last time you see the fox on my uh, video here because I've got a bunch of uh, different flags that uh, I'm bringing in. Still waiting to find out what happened to Tucker Carlson on election night. He, they brought him in for what? One, 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 second, one second spot and it was over. <laughs> and then five days later, he called him out. Eddie, what stood out to me today most about MLG's presser, besides her blatant lack of transparency, was her addressing of the phantom threat on the roundhouse. Yeah, what exactly? Anyone with common sense would know to not attend any of these events if they were taking place, which there are not. Uh, to General Zanetti's point, it blows my mind that the WHO addressed COVID-19 on the same date Jerusalem was under siege by Babylon and Rome years apart. Stay strong, Eddie, Dowd, and Rudy. You're all in good company with the people who love New Mexico and our country. Uh, bless you all in the Kiva. That's from Kevin. Yeah, Kevin, we really appreciate that. Kevin, I really appreciate the way that you uh, write your text in, too. It's long. I can read it all. It's a complete thought. Uh, cheers to you. Uh, Eddie, my inauguration day will not be watching. Go out to dinner. Pray for my country. Light a candle and ask for divine intervention. Uh, that's good. Thank you, Gina. Eddie, you and Greg are... <coughs> By the way, uh, you think I was clearing my throat or... Dr. Disgrace... Was, He's having a little trouble. Isn't he, he was sick the whole entire yep. time. Yep. How yep. many times did he cough or hack or? Yeah, coughing, hacking. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, got a little. Maybe. Well, do you have the bug yourself, Doctor Disgrace? I mean, you, you. I'm surely you followed your social distancing and your mask wearing, so you shouldn't have any viral problems, uh, right. coronavirus or anything else, right? Flu. I'm sure you got your flu shot, uh, Doctor Disgrace, right? So you can't have the flu. His qualification for being. Uh, his position is what, Dowd, again? Uh, he's a geriatrician <laughs> uh, who I guess was uh, tight with the Michelle Lujan Grisham family. It was their family doctor. Yeah. yeah that's uh, oh, oh, I just something just occurred to me. 
Dr. Disgrace has seen Michelle Lujan Grisham with her clothes off. Not interested. <laughs> Rudy's laying down the law tonight. <laughs> did you guys like that? Yikes. Wow, how did you guys oh. like that, huh? Huh? Did I just blow your minds? <clears throat> huh? I wonder if he was clearing his throat. <clears throat> Let me clear my throat. You don't know that, right? Hey, Governor, I, I, I'd really like you to find some other uh, some other position, please. Uh, thank you, Governor. Thank you, Governor. Eddie, you and Greg are saying things difficult to wrap my mind around, fighting against our own countrymen and women for freedom. On one hand, we're modern Americans. We've had a live-and-let-live attitude, okay, at least until the past recent years, and we value peace. On the other hand, the forefathers and mothers fought for freedom and benefited us. It's a frightening thing to consider happening. I've been wondering uh, also when I get to see doubt on camera again. I know you have an admirer doubt. Well, I'll give you the I'll give yeah, you I'll give you the number. Even my age. Oh my god. Oh, sorry, MGTOW for life. Oh man, the texts are coming in. Yikes, gross. <laughs> oh, you're Your doctor disgraced Michelle Lujan Grisham. Naked joke made me just throw up. Oh. I mean uh it was funny though. I mean it's like uh, hey Eddie, I agree with your mom. Yuck, need uh oompa loompa. Oh, they're just coming in. Ah <laughs> look, look at all the texts. They're the doctor disgrace oh my gosh, uh, Joe Vasquez. Oh wow, the good one. Good one. Uh I didn't say what you said. I didn't mean to say your last name, Joe. Joe, but there it is. Okay, so, Eddie, I agree with your mom about creating maybe policies, but my thought is for Congress, I think they should initiate a drug test because AOC looks like she's high every time she comes out to talk on camera and making the Congress people accountable for their actions. I like that. I mean, I'm all about that. Uh, I love you, Eddie. God bless. The love child of Marilyn Manson and Cruella DeVille. Eek, you sent me a picture of... Michelle Lujan Grisham, that is great. Gag, oh man, the the uh, uh, I love you, Eddie Aragon. Bless you, God bless this country. Oh, you guys are so nice. Okay, um, Patrick says my mom's been tested while at a, at at her place about fifteen times for COVID. Wow, from her broken hip at UNMH Genesis Physical Rehab Center. There you go. The point of all that, folks, is. We have more than 2 million tests. Have you been tested? If you haven't, they're lying to you. Your government's lying to you. Say it isn't so. Say it isn't so. I love hollow notes. I'm going to go play some hollow I feel hollow notes. Do you feel hollow notes? Yeah. I feel hollow notes. Tonight. She's a rich girl. Ain't you going too far? That stash, huh? <laughs> you know, I know there's uh, some things about speaking to people with their clothes off. I don't know if you ever watched the Howard Stern. By the way, he had his 67th birthday two days ago, as did our beloved Rush Limbaugh. We sang him happy birthday. Is it? Um, a rush bow. You got to go look up on wherever you need to look it up. I'm not going to tell you where to look it up. <laughs> go look up Howard Stern talking about Daryl Hall. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Okay. That's all we I'm going to say. can't play that segment. <laughs> I can't play the segment. No, no. But there's a whole segment about it. And it's, it's hilarious. You know, I'm sort of like in a weird way. I, I, you know, I literally just referenced both um, Howard Stern and, and Rush Limbaugh. I'm kind of like a combo of both, if you really think about it. I'm kind of doing both shows in a way, weird way. Well, I think you have the showmanship of, of Stern with the with the ideology and principles of Limbaugh. I think those are probably... Okay, there you go. Am I, am I right, Rudy? Yeah, that's a, really good, that's a great description. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I called our blue hair governor. She's, she has blue hair? Wow. That means uh, First, open the state back up, and the death rate hasn't changed for months. If you go, yep. which I did, the NMWHO, prompts three, a nurse... We'll then call you back from a VA hospital. We gotta check out the phone. Has the phone changed now that we? Oh, the rat, the rat line. The rat, the rat line. 
got to see what's what's happened over there. We get a live one. Ooh, Muzak. Good day. Thank you for calling. Hi. Good day. The governor. We're sorry we have missed your call. Please leave your name, phone number, and a detailed message. All right. And we will get back with you as soon as possible. If you are calling with concerns regarding a non-compliant business or oh. a mass gathering, please visit newmexico.gov for more information. Oh, now there's a way. Now you don't leave a message anymore or call a number. Mm-hmm. Now you visit a website. There you go. I love the rat squad. We ought to send an uh, IPRA. Remember we, we had that IPRA that we put, or somebody did down south, and we found out all the people who were calling on yeah. businesses. One of them was that? a legislator. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah. So, uh, yeah, he, multiple times. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. I outed them and how angry they got oh, at me. Do you remember that? <laughs> that was great. I was, like, getting death threats about it. That was the highlight of 2020. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, really good. And I was like, oh, yeah, I've got your email right here outing these businesses that were not compliant. Oh, we got to go then. Did you just used to when you were in first grade hate that kid that always was running to the teacher? Oh, he did this. Oh, you should have seen him do this. I mean, gosh, you just wanted to hit the kid. Everybody hates a narc, Rudy. Nobody, we, <laughs> nobody ever, ever wants to hit a kid. And I still haven't spanked my kids, Rudy. Did you know that? Yeah, but I'm talking about when we're both first graders. You just want to deck yeah, it. Yeah, and, 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 the, and the class kind of coalesces around to, to shun somebody who's, who's on the right. rat squad. That's the, that's the cootie game. Yeah. That, what, yeah. Basically... What COVID is, is playing the world's largest cootie game. Yeah, yeah. So it's a, this is a good little, let me go off on this tangent. There was this uh, young girl, and well, she was young. She was you know, my classmate, so we were the same exact age, but now I'm thinking about it now. And her name was Carrie. And I used to, and I was friends with Carrie. But there was some people in the class were like, oh, you got Carrie germs. You got Carrie germs. You got oh, Carrie germs. Poor Carrie. No, I felt really bad for her. And uh, there was another one by the name of Andre, and she was like taller than me. And I was, believe it or not, I wasn't a very tall kid anyway. And everyone used to make fun, fun of, and this was in, what is this? This is in Miss uh, Knudsen's class in uh, uh, fourth grade at San Felipe. Uh, where was that? Uh, do you want to go back on my Bobby Joe story? I could give you that again. You guys enjoyed that, right? <laughs> Bobby Joe was a spoiled brat. <laughs> but anyway, uh, we were playing cooties, and I never played in it. And then they would all touch you, and you've got the germs, and you've got the germs. And, you know, that is public shaming. That's essentially what we have taking place right now, this huge amount of peer pressure. Are you wearing the mask? He will not wear the button. You will not wear the rebone, right? It's the same kind of gang mentality that uh, they, they love. So it, some people never grow up. I don't want to grow up. I'm a Toys R Us kid. And she told me they're not treating for the virus. They're for fever, bronchitis, headaches. I saw a hand form the voicemail that the death rate would be the same if you were in a mask or not. Yes, that's true. We actually put out that stat. Uh, second phone call informed a voicemail. If you arrest Antifa, who storms the White House, who had buses pulled up before the President Trump even started his speech. I think he voice texted all that, so I'm not able to deal with that. Um, any absolutely amazing show today. Uh for your information, I cried for Trump a whole year ago when I, when I realized when he was up late hours tweeting that meant he had the country on his mind and he couldn't rest. Wow. That's insightful. You, want, that's, you know who that's from? That's my tech guy. Okay. Really? Yeah. Yeah. He is. He's amazing. He, he has like, um, I think he has seven kids, eight kids. Wow. Yeah. And he has sole custody of his kids too. Great guy. Great, great, great kid. Um. Maybe one guy with six guns. The government could easily pay folks to test every single day. Uh, probably that may have gone on. I wouldn't. I wouldn't put it past them. I should say. 
They pay people to vote. Why not pay people to get this? At least she's not my governor. She has destroyed a generation of children with her idiotic China virus mandates. She has the blood of many New Mexicans on her hands. She is Satan's concubine. Wow. Concubine? Wow. That's an interesting way of putting her. Well, uh, had DuckDuckGo Duck, uh, Duck, Duck, gone by the wayside, no longer secure? Is that true? Not, I think DuckDuckGo is I, fine. I use it every day. Yeah, I don't use any browser. I almost know, I mean, any search engine now, I know exactly what I'm looking for. And anything I am looking for, I just use Brave. So, and it gives you a choice, and DuckDuckGo is one of them. Uh, wouldn't it be refreshing if lawmakers came in and started repealing laws? That's what I want to do. No more laws. We don't need that law. No, this law. Next up is a virtual State of the Union. <laughs> oh, Joe. Joe Joe's just going to be a hologram. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Maybe that's all he is. Anyway. Like, Maybe he knows. died nine years ago. <laughs> <laughs> that's all he is. Now. Save us. Save us, uh, uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're our only hope. Is <laughs> Obi-Wan Kenobi shows up as, as Joe Biden. <laughs> And then we got a little droid R two D two, and then you got some uh, crazy Wookie. What? You know, that's literally the crew that's running this country now. You know, they're gonna the rebellion, the rebellion. Use the force, Luke. Oh God, she has been flapping for an hour already. Shut her off. I want to jump off a cliff. Please cut her off and start the damn show. She's completely wrong. This country is not built on peaceful transition of power. It's built on fair and honest elections. Uh, that's the you know first principle right there where we got to get to. Just as some quick math, Biden's new stimulus is 1.8 trillion. So multiply 1,400 dollars times 250 million, and that comes up to 350 billion. What's the other 1.45 trillion dollars <laughs> for? Oh, that's that's pork for the politicians who vote for them. Three for me and one for you. Three for me, one for you. Three for me. I want an Oompa Loompa, Daddy. <laughs> I want an Oompa Loompa now. Now. All right, Wonka. How much for the Oompa Loompa? Hello, Mr. Zanetti is speaking just like Baklov Havel. Oh, um, yes. Baslav, yes. Uh, Baslav. Czechoslovakia. Uh, he wrote about the downfall of the human and humanity in general when the government takes over your life. Read any of his books. Yeah, in fact, I mentioned Baklov Havel, excuse me, uh, in... One of our Rock of Talk dot chat releases. A couple weeks ago, uh, yeah. yeah, a couple of weeks ago. But the time. Eddie, I deleted my Fitbit account today as they joined with Google per an email received. Google can now track your steps, sleep patterns, location. Beware. Exactly. I don't. I don't do it. I have my MTM watch. Like really, you couldn't. And actually, somebody gave it to me. Yeah. Cool. You know who gave it to me? General Zanetti. Oh. Yeah. He's a generous man. He's very very generous. He said. Hey, for this, some reason, I was supposed to give this to you. And I'm like, I don't know what reason, but that's pretty nice. And I went and looked at it. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's a that's a that's a nice that's a nice watch. Gee, that's a nice watch. Where can I get one of those, Eddie? Get it the Sonic. E over the Sonics. <laughs> what do you need to tell time for anymore? All you need to know is when the first of the month is, bro. <laughs> right. We've got our six pack <laughs> and our cervezas and chill out the rest of the month at home. Hey, haven't didn't you know we're all sick? We're gonna get sick. Ha ha ha! Joker says we're sick. <laughs> do you know where President Trump is now? I've heard rumors he's in Texas. Get a rope. Right? <laughs> Texas, get a rope. New <laughs> York City. Uh, did you hear what Eddie Aragon just said? He just said, get a rope. What was that reference talking about? You, know, you really want to hang Donald Trump? Well, you guys were literally was trending on Twitter. Did you guys see this mess? Hang Mike Pence. Oh, great. Yeah, this was after the Wait, no, Twitter no allowed violence, that? That's okay. uh, unity, yeah, unify, yeah, yeah, all yeah, this kind of yeah. stuff. Are you kidding me? 
selective outrage. New York City. No, and I don't argue with you either, Eddie. I would just hate for people to start getting scared about buying homes and refinancing. That's all. Okay, no problem. No problem, bro. No problem. We got it. Zanetti for governor. Woo. There it is. Some people are a uh, big fan of that idea. Yeah. Zanetti. Uh, MLG is just wanting an excuse to fence off the roundhouse. It's another ploy for separating the government from the voters. There you go. Don't come in. I don't know why there's putting a fence around the roundhouse when it's already shut down as it is. So, so Who's going to storm an empty building? <laughs> We're going to take the Capitol. She just wants to make news. Yeah. It's all the perception. That's it. Just remember, Rudy, Dr. Disgrace has seen Michelle Lujan Grisham naked. Yeesh. Problem with ABQ.fm? No, it's good. Uh, not getting you or doubt. 80s rock, good signal. Just hit refresh if it flips channels. That means you lost connection to the inter- to the interwebs. You lost connection to the interwebs. Uh, listening to the governor mutter. But he's just waiting for her to call on Eddie Aragon with the rock of talk. That would make my... I would love her. Oh, just yeah. say my name. Say my name three I times. I actually requested something from the state, her state personnel office today, and I'm, I'm not expecting a prompt reply. Oh, you would... Shout... <sighs> Domestic terrorism will not be tolerated, MLG. Gee, that was her quote today. Is that hilarious? Domestic. Unless it's our guys committing domestic terrorism, wow. then we're okay with it. No, but then it's not domestic right. terrorism. It's speaking truth to power. Right, right. that's it. Yeah. And Eddie, addressing longstanding inequities, yes. yeah. Eddie, I'm driving into Albuquerque listening to you on 1600, and your signal's being stepped on by KKOB. I can hear Larry Molenbrink. That's the worst last name ever. Larry Molenbrink doing the news over you. I said, uh, can you have it? He says, I don't have it on video, but I'll try to get it done after the governor is done gabbing, muttering, gabbing. Uh, like I said, folks, this this will never be over. And I, I use the, the word the word specifically toward you. Never be over. They will continue. Gag, gross, grody to the mag. Remember we used to say glory to the mag? Somebody sent me pictures. Uh, welcome Sadie Ray and... Praise God, my new grandbaby. Send me pictures of their oh, grandbaby. Sweet. Yeah, I mean, a really, really sweet. Bringing a child into this world at this time, boy. Right, right, well, Dad. No, it's tough. did that just hurt your head? Ch- children, you know, children are a sign of hope, uh, and we need hope. So my best friend's <laughs> uh, my best friend's child's name is Hope. Oh, okay. yeah, I had it last year. I was like, I was waiting for him. I got after him, and I, I said, I can finally trust you. You have a child. <laughs> Good, 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 good guy. There's a good high school named Hope. Hey, it's a good high school name. Hey, Rudy. Hey, Rudy, you know what's a good high school name? Hope. Yeah, I came up with that myself, too. Uh, hey, you guys are great. I declined the vaccine. My boss told me that per the state, there will be consequences. <gasps> if you don't inject this into your body, if you... How would we go? Is this? Uh, are we going back to one flew over the cuckoo's nest, Nurse Ratchet? Mm-hmm, right? mm-hmm. If you don't take it, I mean that's what they're going to do. McMurphy, right? That's right. Take your medicine. Do what you're told. Doctor. Do you think Disgrace I'm going to get a play? lobotomy? Ooh, boy! You know that's the next step. They could bring that back. First, they silence you, right? Then they force you to take medicine. If you still resist, lobotomy. You know, and then and then chief puts the 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 big chief puts the, the pillow on your face. <laughs> hey, our data transfer limit is exceeded for the month. Whoa. Anybody want to know what that means? That means you are listening out there in Kiva land. That's exceeded for the month. Think support about our that. advertisers. Support our yeah. advertisers. I got to put out those stats uh, later. Oh, my God. I started putting them together last night, and I was literally looking at it. I was, like, looking at these numbers, and they were making my head spin how much pe- how many people listen. Uh, please try to keep uh, – some time ago, I was new. I listened to my music, and it was played the year 2525. Vagrant Evans, yes. 
And I was thinking if Donald Trump does not win, this would happen. The music video on YouTube is about six minutes or long. I forget. But I thought you may want to play a portion of it sometime if they think In it the fits. year 2525, if man is still alive, if woman can survive, they may find. That's a classic, uh, uh, sort of like post-apocalyptic, late 60s, it was like uh, Eve of Destruction. They, they were into some dark stuff back then. Yeah. Uh, Eddie, have you seen the Match.com ad with Satan? His date is Michelle Lujan <laughs> uh, Eddie, here's one for you. I heard an interesting concept. Sounds like just what we need, a digital bill of rights. Um, I think it has existed for some time. Uh, I think, look that up, Dowd. Sure. Uh, if you don't mind, please. didn't mean to tell you to do it. I'm asking you to do it. Uh, hello, Mr. Zanetti is speaking just like Vaclav. I, I just read that, didn't I? Oh, can Trump pardon the rioters? That's impossible. The, the president has plenary power. He can just, whatever he wants when it comes to that. That is one of the most sweeping... He can wiggle his given nose to a like bewitched. Yeah. But he wouldn't do that. MLG doesn't want to do so on her desk. I don't know what that means. Sounds gross, so I'm not going to laugh about it. But <laughs> I propose a new government agency, two-part, one to review and advise Congress on the constitutional implication of new laws, the second to litigate unconstitutional law or regulation, platform issue 2024. That's good, Melvin. Always using, using that brain out there. Eddie, why would they put a fence around the Capitol when they said walls and fences don't work? <laughs> <laughs> Text of the day right there. Text of the, day, text of the day. Sorry I'm on the road, Eddie, and this voice correct does this to me every time. Um, there's no place like Rock of Talk. 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 You will be healed, my child. He literally wrote that out four times. John Solomon, he's great. Investigative reporter just posted this. President Trump has ordered the declassification of intelligence docs from Obamagate, including Christopher Steele's debriefings, FBI asset, Stephen Halfer's instructions, expected to be released Friday or Monday. I actually wish, I don't know if that's true, I hope so, maybe the Kraken is finally being released. No, because um, now the, the channel, so the, the Democrats have already thought about all this stuff but getting released. And so this is all going to go back channel until things go wrong for the Democrats which could happen actually in a hurry. They're going to wish they never wanted this particular administration. Um, <laughs> I hate to say it, but until it actually switches, there's no value in releasing this information because it's not going to uh, get any place uh, that is going to get some traction overall in the mainstream media. And we still have to validate, quote-unquote, mainstream media. If you give it to me, I have it. I have all the documents on a number of things. Um, I, I did... T tell you right now that uh, Virgin Galactic will be broke by You have February. made that prediction, yes. Yeah. So, so uh, we're, that's we're, there. We're I think we're on schedule. It's the largest shareholder still. <laughs> he sold, what, 60%? He's oh, getting yeah, investigated by the SEC. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, and yet, you know what he's done with that money? He reinvested it in another company Yeah, with another IPO. Uh, vaccines could be the next chemical lobotomy. Wow! Did you write, say that? I think I said that at the same time he sent in that text, which is about 10 minutes ago, is that about right? So not the traditional go bore into your brain, but they're going to do it through an injection yeah. chemically. Okay. Well, that's my problem with the vaccines. I think, you know, it's sort of like these guys, like, well, I don't want to get snipped. I don't want to get snipped because what's going to happen? I don't know, you snipped that and, you know, now I have no confidence, so I can't do this. I, I think it's going to work the same sort of way, you know. You might just be slightly stupid, but uh, stupider uh, for taking what, what is there. And I think it will directly impact your ability to make a decision. And then, obviously, it will start to manufacture itself in your 
uh, genealogical, uh, if you have more kids later on down the road, wherever, after taking the vaccine, then that will be passed down. I think that was the idea. Mm-hmm. Is that not the idea? Well, I, think? I mean, I think the first the first shot of the vaccine kind of confirms that you are worthy of a lobotomy, given your given your low IQ, and the second vaccine shot, you know, settles just takes care of any any, any lingering original thought you may have. I would love head. for somebody to say how much of a low IQ I have because I support Donald Trump. I would love that. That would be my favorite. Like, okay, you want to take an IQ test? <laughs> you know, I was looking at the IQs by occupation, and I told you that I think all doctors are now communists. Right. Yeah, we discussed this before the show. Yeah, yeah I'm like, yeah. I think every doctor is a communist. Well, I was telling you, uh, just as a uh, amateur American historian, uh, policy historian, the American Medical Association, the doctor community, the physician community in this country for decades and decades and decades did not want government getting its dirty hands in healthcare. They didn't want single payer. There was a lot of pressure. The American Medical Association fought these laws for decades and decades until they finally sort of gave in on, on Medicare and Medicaid in the 60s. Uh, but then it's just, it's good business to 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 favor government control of healthcare. You got that guaranteed guaranteed money coming in. Um, it's sad. It's sad that we don't. Um, I'm sure I'm not speaking for Doctor Summers, but there's uh, the, the, you know there's I'm sure there's a few physicians out there. Uh, he, he he rails against the AMA. Absolutely, Jane Orient O R I E N T. She's a physician who has a free market healthcare organization. I remember her her from back in the days. But by and large, as you say, I mean the medical community, healthcare community has completely embraced big government. They're very comfortable with it, and it's, it's fine by them. So I think what I'd like to say to to qualify what I'm saying is they had the ability to push back. They didn't. And as they get these emails and information and, you know, they generally just put up with it because the hospital administrators are pretty repressive. You do what we say. If you don't, you take the pay we give you. You do what we tell you to do. I mean, at this point, without the doctors speaking up and, Unless there's bullet holes or tire tracks over somebody, this is literally said to me word for word. It's a COVID death. Yeah. Word for word from a doctor who I spoke to, and he literally said to me, he says, unless there's tire tracks or bullet holes, it's a COVID death. They can just write it up. Just write it up because who's going to disagree with them? Who's going to argue with them? Nobody can argue with them at all. No, I'm getting, uh, getting texts from the doctors. Uh, Eddie, I'm driving. I can't look it up, but I believe only 50% of doctors belong to the AMA. Oh, there we go. And it's a right out, right on. And, and there's some dissidents. I just looked it up right now. I listened to a podcast from 2019. His name is, he's a entrepreneur and anesthesiologist, Keith Smith of Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. He has something called the Surgery Center of Oklahoma. They post their prices on the internet and they do not take insurance. So there are these dissidents who don't want out of the system, and they, they still believe in free market healthcare. So they're out there, but you got to look for them. I think we should find those guys, build our own healthcare system with you know 100 to 200 people who pay in Big every time. single month yep. for that, and figure out who amongst the 200 of us gets sick, and then we'll just create our own secure care. Yep. That's not my idea. I think somebody else came out with that. Uh, what is that type of care, Rudy? Someone a else had like a company. Yeah. No, yeah. somebody else had a. Uh, Somebody else was coming up with that, but I think people should create pools. I think the churches should create pools of money. And that was a big deal just a few years ago. That was one of the big ideas when Obamacare came out. So I think like uh, Legacy Church or Calvary Church, and you guys can go tell them I said this. Is that, and we're going to hit the top of the hour Fox News. Let me uh, blow through it. I don't really care um, right now, so it's fine. I'm about to hit 6 o'clock. Um, so, and I will get to, I will get to everything. You're listening to Fox News, ABQ.FM, day 229CL, 93.7 FM, and AM 1600, KIVA, Albuquerque.
Okay, so uh, back to the action here. Welcome, third hour. D-Dowd Mesca, we've got uh, uh, Rudy Grande. Let's check on uh, traffic and uh, weather very quickly. Rudy? All right, let's put things together as we get this third hour started. It's going to be a nice weekend. I know mid-50s is what they're expecting pretty much around town, and right now 49 degrees in Rio Rancho. Knob Hill has 51, and we have 51 here at the Rock of Talk. No major distress on the freeways right now. I did have that stall. Uh, a second one popped up there on Paseo Westbound. Right at that merge when 2nd Street traffic joins on in. But people are saying, I don't care. I'm going by this thing and I'm staying at my 60, 65, 70, uh, whatever. All right. And you're going to find right now, if you're uh, making your way on San Mateo for some reason, heading towards the freeway from Manal to the freeway, it's locked up. I don't know if that was an accident or a stall, but that's going to be a tough ride for you. And this traffic report is brought to you by LifeSpring at Salon Helena. That is just a great place to go. For a lot of healthy things, right? Livespring at Salon Helena. That's where you get Kangen water. We've told you about that. That is great water. You change your water, you change your life. It's, it's uh, alkaline water. That's the best water you can drink. And they have the salt room. And this is at Livespring at Salon Helena. That's perfect for the breathing problems that you may be having with all the dry air right now. Livespring at Salon Helena on Manal, just west of Wyoming. All right, we're up to date. Now let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. Aggression, Eddie Aragon, The Rock of Talk. All right, six o'clock here in the Kiva. We'll continue on uh, more of your comments, thoughts. Uh, make sure to share the rockoftalk.com or abq.fm app in the app community. Uh, you will see it, and it's Generally called abq.fm. We've been pushing that for a long time. I've owned that subscribe to me. Subscribe at chat. I, I, I uh, got an email from somebody recently who gave $500 to an organization he should not have given $500 to in New Mexico. And I said, for, you could have bought nine gift subscriptions to chat for that and uh, done some real good. So I think he's not going to make that mistake again. Yeah, that's <laughs> what we're really trying to do. And I have to say, I've uh, been bereft of my responsibilities because I've been doing nothing but fixing radio and fixing of the station you see all the stuff i've been doing here right big time, now big time, yeah, yeah so i've just been buried in technical work unfortunately literally buried and i can't get out from under but i think i'll be out from under by tomorrow so well mlg said the light at the end of the tunnel is coming today she told us that oh um, hope light, hope yes, hope, yes. hope hope i like how they're putting hope on the sign yep. more testing that'll solve our problems <laughs> <laughs> that okay solves so uh very quickly let me uh push this uh out there, make sure you tell every single person that you can to download the app at rockoftalk.com and abq.fm. Uh, 60 great radio stations uh, to choose from. Um, and then I'm doing all that stuff, so all the music is in there and all the rest of our stuff. So it should be all all pretty much uh, ready to go. Um, you know, Nielsen contacted me today. They were trying to sell me on all the, the reasons why. And then uh, this is the same person. He said, okay, you want me to buy your ratings? You mean you wait? Black people a certain way, you wait white people a certain way, you wait uh, Hispanic people a certain awful, way. Awful. Like, how do you want me to go ahead and participate and you don't count translators on... Did they deny the it film? to you? That they, did, did they deny it? No, he's just, he's a salesperson. Oh, His so name's Michael. Yeah. He's just happy talk all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, always tried to play like close to the best. I mean, literally one of the guys was, was uh, taking his stuff. And, and so every single, one, every single person now who buys the Nielsen ratings gets rated. Does that make sense? So... They oh, get their sure, actual sure. ratings that go in. So, uh, you know, I don't believe the ratings. I don't believe the polls. I don't believe any of that kind of stuff. So I told him, I said very succinctly, I said, uh, give me a second. Let me look at uh, the ratings that are out. And, 
you know, there's a lot more radio stations that joined up because they're like, well, if you don't do it, then they were kind of telling you that you will be left off the ratings and won't buy the books or whatever. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. So I went through and I counted all the, the station ratings for the entire, for the total number. You know what the number was? 71%. Yeah. I'm like, wait, you added all these additional stations and you're still only at 71%? Are you still telling me that you're missing 30% of the total market that's out there in terms of the radio listenership? And what are you doing with public radio stations doing with the ratings? That's pretty hilarious. And why is why are these other markets that are comparable, why are there public radio stations in your ratings when they don't have any way to sell commercials because it's underwriting? It's hilarious. So I basically told them, I said... Yeah, I could probably much, uh, pretty much figure out uh, based upon the numbers that you're throwing out that I'm somewhere between this number and this number. And I gave them the number. And I'm not allowed to quote numbers or say numbers, but based upon their market share of what they're encapsulating, I'm like, uh, I'm not worried. And, you know, you weren't cut, catching all my digital stuff. So I said, one of the ways that you can go back and look, and I told people, I said, well, you don't download the TuneIn app, right? Right. So TuneIn is something that is a way to, what, what did you call it? What were you saying? Uh, I need an internet bill of rights or whatever. Yeah, it's a concept I guess a lot of people have been kicking around. There's an interesting article from The Guardian about this behind the polling support for this. A recent poll showed that two-thirds of Americans agree that big tech companies need to be regulated and, if necessary, broken up. 47 of 50 attorneys general in the United States are currently investigating Facebook. So, you know, there's a lot of agitation for this this kind of thing. So, uh, with regard to the internet, um, obviously people are being pushed out, uh, conservative radio, I would say conservative talk personalities, and, you know, they're, they're, they're pushing back on them, right? So my Bill of Rights is out the door because I'm a conservative, right? And there's a <laughs> certain level of bias that comes out, and you guys need to understand that that bias is, you know, heavily weighted against me. And so we're all the way to the right of the dial. We're 1,600. We're 10,000 watts. Um, And I and I told him I said between this one and this one and I, and and I and I said, well, you know, I have a really powerful radio station, but I also noticed something and tune in. Your ratings don't reflect for what we see online. Oh, that's only a certain number of people that are on. I said, well, if I were you, based upon the number of likes and follows and shares and all the stuff that I see on TuneIn, um, that tells me more about the radio market than anything that you're putting out because it's real time yeah. and you can actually t- check the stats. So I go and I look and tune in while I'm on there. I said, yeah, I have, uh, I'm favorited 18,600 times. I said, uh, the, the guys who are my supposed, uh, larger, the big stick, the largest competitor, why is it that they, and they're promoting your, uh, the tune in platform. They literally okay. said, listen to us on TuneIn." I'm like, uh, okay, that's interesting. So they must, since they have such larger reach and much bigger station, all these types of things, they must have a lot more followers. Uh, no. They're well below me wow. for the station. They have 13,200 favorites. Ooh, very curious. Yeah, do you see how that yeah, works, yeah, right? Yeah. And when you look at the actual reflection of that, so how do you do that? How is it that I have literally 6,000 more favorites than these other stations? These other music stations that claim number one or they're this and they're that. Guess what? They've got literally six, seven, eight thousand followers a piece at most. Some you know, of them three, four thousand uh, that are on there. And, and some even less than that. Parts of your life. I mean, like I, I've listened to uh, a lot of times I listen to the Ladies of Liberty on Saturdays and I'll uh-huh. be working on my computer. I'll be listening to the computer. It's just easier. Um, younger people haven't been raised with 
you know, the, the traditional radio at the center of there the you house. Go. You know, they're much more tech savvy and just makes more sense for a lot of people and to say nothing of, and bad about you old timers who like to listen to, I, I'll still listen to my, my radio on occasion, but, uh, I don't know. It seems like they're, they don't, we need a better system for tracking listening. Well, um, so here's the funny thing. So we were the first talk station that literally migrated from AM to FM. I jumped on that. I was like, okay, that's pretty cool. I'm ahead. And then, you know, the idiots KKOB went and spent $425,000 on a translator. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's hilarious. I'm like, the only reason they bought it is because they needed to go ahead and, and do that, right? In order to compete with the audience that they were losing, right? The number one thing that people talk about when it comes to, you know, the comparing of the radio stations, like, yeah, we left them, we left them, we left them. I'm like, fine. I'm like, so, you know, you start trailblazing. And I was the first one to set up a website the way I did. I was the first one to. So I'm an innovator, a trailblazer, a frontiersman, if you will, a maverick. And then I moved to all these. I, I created my own app. Literally, I did it myself. I created my own app. I was going to sit around and wait for somebody else to do it. And I remember when Alex Jones was first broadcasting, I was like, yeah, he has his servers in the UK. I'm like, oh, that makes sense. And certainly that day came to pass. And where's our servers? They're in the UK. And then I started doing the Alexa stuff. Guess, guess we were on the, uh, the Alexa app or the Alexa devices a long time ago. So, hey, Alexa. Play ABQ FM. Alexa, volume 10. So there it is. Watch there you'll hear is. me. Okay. So I want to make sure that we keep that down. So it's uh, off. Alexa, uh, volume zero. So make sure that that's there. So that's on Alexa. That's on Google platform. Is any of that stuff aggregated and in, in, into your numbers? Is there a way to get that? Is there a way to get internet numbers into your numbers? Because I can show all of this stuff and I don't need your numbers to sell what I do. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. And so there's these additional expenses that these people decide to go ahead and attach to themselves. They're like, well, there's a reason why you guys keep failing at what you're doing because you're adding all these unnecessary things when what you need to be doing is delivering value for the customers. Mm -hmm. Rudy, how many times did I give people a holiday on on uh, on their ads this year? Four months. Think about that uh, for a second, Doug. Yeah, how many? How think many? About, think about how incredibly insane that is. That's a third of Who, the year. Who's even like, doing that while at the same time building everything back into the radio station and adding you and other people into the radio station while at the same time? And we only lost, uh, you know, we, we just lost one of our advertisers. We got to yank one of his uh, deals, but... We're doing it because he's deciding to, you know, retire. Uh -huh. I'm like, okay, well, that's fine. When you're ready to come back, he says, I, you're, you're, you're advertising. If you call Matt Monty right now, he'll turn around and tell you it's the best advertising dollar he ever spent really? his entire he life. He said that very thing. He, he literally will tell you. He will. And, and, and he wasn't exactly like, I don't want to say on my side, but he was a little skeptical. You know, it's like, whoa, what's this? What's this? Somebody earlier today, I was with, on with Tigo and this guy Bill gets on. And he starts, well, well, how big is his audience? What is his reach? I'm like, uh, well, why don't you ask my advertisers, none of which I have a contract with, how long they've been on the radio station. <laughs> I can literally tell you the exact day that they started, when they came on, and I've never signed a contract. I've got these people, like, literally lording over these contracts that we need to get paid or else. Like, what are you going to do? Send them to collections while they're in this COVID crisis? Right, right, right. Do you know anything about their business? Like, mm -hmm. Could you possibly be more insensitive? So anyway, my mother, by the way, huge fan of the advertisers coming in around the holidays. My mother, big, big endorsement of that. She said it made it so much more real to 
not that it's not real when you hear an advertisement, but just dealing with the COVID nonsense. And she was a big fan of that, big fan of those people. We had some great conversations. Yeah. Well, I think the loyalty thing is really big. So, again, let's go back and let's kind of come full circle uh, if we can and, and bring this into the conversational part in terms of talking about radio and audience. I'm not worried about that. You know what I care about? I care about our audience. I care about our talk. I care about what we provide as a service to people that are out there. And we have to do something for the community. Nobody is working harder in the community than what I have been doing. We're bringing Dowd in. You know, I started the impeach thing uh, back in, in, in March, and Dowd walked in, and he could not even believe. Dowd called it. What did you call it again, Dowd? It was the most... Oh, I think it's probably the greatest example of, of genuine grassroots activism in the fact that you're not promoting this on billboards. People are doing this of their own accord. They're sending in manila envelopes when they're going around their neighborhood and getting everyone to sign. Uh, you know, there are, frankly, a lot of AstroTurf entities out there that pay people to generate political activism. This is genuine grassroots action. And that's important. And then what does the Republican Party accuse me of? Stealing uh, identities. Stealing IDs, yes. Stealing identities. You see how they, like, when are, you know, you know why we get this level of jealousy uh, in our marketplace? Does anybody know why? Do you know why, what creates jealousy? Well, because they didn't think of it. Mm, no, it's not, not that. I don't, want to say it. I don't think that's it at all. What? Huh. What is it? Limited resources, limited opportunity. Mm. Not thinking in terms of how the pie can be expanded, and not thinking of team playing. Right. They want right? to slice it up better, not yeah. expand the pie. So yeah. I put my radio station, my numbers, and everything there at the bottom uh, with my company there, and it has the impeach MLG. It's on every single one of them because I want Michelle Lujan Grisham to know who's trying to impeach her. You know, and they're saying, well, Eddie's an idiot. You can't impeach her. You can't do this. I'm like, well, you could have if we had gone to a Republican majority. And I seem to remember that I thought that that's what. Didn't Steve Pierce say that he was going to deliver a Republican majority along with uh, the turn the state red, turn the state red. Isn't that what we're going to do? Respect New Mexico. Respect New Mexico. Respect New Mexico. Love that. So there you go. There's uh there's the audience uh, in a nutshell. Uh these are dedicated, loyal Kiva conservatives, and I can tell you uh, there's a lot more than 150 people listening, and what's more important than even that is the fact that I would just do it for 150 people listening, and I would still do it the same exact way. People have developed this product over time with me, and there's a lot of you like, well, i got to get rid of Fox News. i got to do this. Like, I'm trying. I'm trying to do this, trying to do that, trying to do whatever I possibly can. Now, last night we had uh, Alex Jones until 11 o'clock. Uh, did, you thinking, guys, did you guys like Alex Jones no, better yeah, than Ben Shapiro? Really, yeah. uh, yeah. I, I literally picked up the phone and I called, uh, I called John, uh, and I'm not just going to say it. He's an old friend. He's a radio host. And, you know, he's good at that, but he tried to big-time me. And that's one thing. What does that mean? Someone. Get a little more out of it. When someone tries to blow themselves up to make them seem better than you. Like, oh, I've been here. Don't you know who I am? Upmanship. Yeah. It kind of, so he tried to big time me on the phone. Uh, and then he couldn't recall a conversation that he had with me. And he referenced a third party because we were on a party line, three-way party line on the whole entire thing. And I, li I literally just ended the phone call. I said, okay, well, if you want to go ahead and do it, uh, shoot me a proposal then. It turned into a very friendly, good conversation of something you wanted to be a part of to, well, he wanted to big time me. I'm like, well, okay, you want to be like that? I'd, it's an opportunity for you, but I'll just go ahead and I can just call Alex Jones directly. That's exactly what I did. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And what do people need right now? What do people want? What would be the ballsiest move to go ahead and make out there? What is it? Alex Jones. There'd be no, no question about it. 
no question about it. To, to keep Alex Jones up there and to get that type of talk out would be a significant difference, mm-hmm. you know, in terms of, of, of what we're doing. So anyhow. Um, you know, Dad said something really interesting, that this is a true grassroots movement, in, uh, impeach MLG. When you have over 14,000 people that sent it in, those are listeners. Yes. They were active, yep. and they actually took action. I don't think anyone else on anywhere on the oh, dial in absolutely. Albuquerque can say that they got 14,000 of their listeners to go out and take action. I don't think that, I don't think that exists in Los Angeles. <laughs> what impressed me most was about, I mean, I went through the first 10,000. I don't know, I don't know how many. Just, you know, you, you've got to open them. You've got to process them. You've got to see that it's not hate mail or not, you know, uh, some baking powder in there to make fake like they're sending us anthrax, you know. So I had to process them before they were allowed to go to the data entry people. And what impressed me most about it was how the, how varied it was, how, Throughout the state, different, you know, you can tell by people's last names roughly what kind of race and ethnicity they are all over the map. Um, a lot of com- coming in from medical people, uh, blue collar guys, guys who own, you know, plumbing firms. I mean, just like the, it was so people are ticked off of this woman. And instead of embracing that as the opposition party, you would want to do that and leverage that anger. And, you know, the, the Republican Party could have said, hey, we need to know these people. You know, we, we, we need to, we'll, we'll, we, these are potential Republicans. I guarantee you a lot of these people are not registered Republicans. They're probably declined to state, a lot of them, maybe even blue dog Democrats. Uh, it, it is a broad, broad movement. And um, I guess the people uh, in a particular party. Well, when, you're, you win, when your achievement level is so high, you've been winning so many elections and you have <laughs> right. uh, you don't so, need so many missiles and uh, bullets in your arsenal. Why would you want to you know, get involved with anything or no. do something else, especially something that would be calling out the very governor that no. beat you by, what was it, 16 points? What did she beat? Oh, it was years by? Yeah, I'll check again. But it yeah, was, it was yeah. significant. So there you go. All right, uh, 550, 5500. Are we good, uh, Rudy? Yeah, traffic is still it's moving really good across town. Uh, Eddie, this is Stacy. Um, I have stripped wires and bought an antenna. Coming over loud and clear, she wanted to make sure she got us in her truck, and then I'll send her a direct link uh, immediately, and it'll be, boom. See, someone says, well, what is the uh, website for MLG? There it is. Boom, right directly to that person. The other thing is, how many people do you know that you could just generally, do you know of any another radio show host anywhere that you could directly text? I'm just wondering. Anybody? I thought that's Anyone? been brilliant. No, I <laughs> That was another innovation, uh, Rudy. I think it's great. It is the way to communicate. It's how we do it nowadays. Uh, for well, the record, a piece, Pierce lost by 15.6 percentage points. 15.6. So these people are literally listening as I'm texting them all the information that they need. Selfishness creates everything. They can be a hundred thousands of, of a second in your brain selfishness, and then everything else is corrupted. Please try to uh, text Patrick, because uh, I don't understand anything you're saying. Um, let's see. Got a uh, new advertiser. There we go. Boom. So uh, Bernard says, says, hello, L. Don't say Alexa when people are listening on Echo Dot. <laughs> Good point. Well taken, yes. Um, Eddie, how else can you text? It's a, I'm a male bro brat. Okay, I don't know what that is, but I'll figure it out. Uh, with unlimited data plans, you get DVD audio on demand, broadcast, if not audio. I don't know what that means. MetaShare is a, there it is, MetaShare. MetaShare. Yeah. That's what we want. Um, Rudy, will you contact them? Yes, you know what? I did contact them a few years ago, so I will do it again. Okay, yeah, get, get a hold of MetaShare. Let's bring them on, and then... Uh, you should also know that Dr. Summers is uh, private pay, and he's advertised on a lot of, a lot of other radio stations. Um, ask Dr. Summers where his buck is best spent. 
MediShare or MediShare Ministries is what it's called. Thank right. you. Dr. Stephen Weiss in Santa Fe, private pay, no Medicare, Medicaid, and no, because he is my personal physician. Uh, see doctors for patient care. Thank you, Van. Uh, let's see. There's a bad new, mad, bad moon on the rise. Okay. Dun, 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 dun. I never was a big CCR venue. So, so. You know, they, they tried to sing Southern and they were, they were California. Not South, like, right. oh, what the hell's going yeah, on? Yeah, it just, it always, you know, and I was like, oh, there must be a Southern group. And like, you know, that Southern fried rock and it wasn't. Yeah. Busted League Zoom call, BLM Federal Employees Media Leaks Breaking Down Windows Strategy Planning. That out of Rumble. Is Rumble still up? I thought Rumble went down with AWS. Hi, Eddie. Forecast. Taiwan will be invaded before the end of next administration. Amazing what a billion dollars will buy you. There you Rumble go. Rumble is up. It's up. It's up. What's that? Rumble is up. It is. Yep. Uh, Eddie, you're awesome. You're freaking awesome that we can text you directly. Perfection. Kudos. All right. There you go. Uh, we do need to get to some news uh, of the day. Um, Dowd, let's uh, quickly race through our top 10 news uh, from last night. And I, I promise, folks, I will get all caught up. I just have one more thing to do before... Um, Hell week. Hell week has been this week. I love my president. I love President Donald Trump. Um, been tough. Uh, top 10. Harold defends President Trump. Does not blame him for capital riots. Coming from KOB Channel 4. They're trying to tar and feather her, and this is helping her, um, uh, unbeknownst to, I guess, the the tone-deaf uh, liberal media here in, in the market, which is, I think this is very much helping Yvette Harold down south. I, I think so, and i, and I got to commend Yvette. I have my issues with her here and there, but I like this quote. Uh, quote, I read through the transcript. Of course, we were watching the rally on TV. Uh, I have a copy of his speech. I've read through it twice. He mentions about going to the Capitol twice. He says, do it police peacefully. Let them hear your voices peacefully. You know, good for her. For This is what I've been saying since day one. What What were the actual words, not how you interpreted the words. What were the actual words? And she says there was nothing in there that was incitement to violence. And I think she's right. Yep. A National Guard deploying to D.C. for the presidential inauguration. More ridiculousness uh, coming from the New Mexico uh, National Guard. I'm grateful to Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham for authorizing the New Mexico National Guard to work on this mission, says Major General Ken Nava. Uh, you might remember Ken Nava. Well, I just had heard the scuttlebutt that between them, but there was a uh, a big to do between the two of them because Nava was not on board with everything that uh, Michelle Lujan Grisham was doing initially uh, for the um, COVID. Uh, by the way, yeah, sounds so, like he's a fan now. <laughs> I'll do what I'm told if yeah. you pay me enough. Uh, New Mexico identifies the first case of the more contagious coronavirus. Shane, welcome, welcome everybody. Uh, COVID-20 is here. Here it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, why aren't they calling it COVID-20 yet? It's B-117. Oh, okay. <laughs> we can't, you know, we don't want to confuse people. B-117. <laughs> hey, did you get the B-117 shot? <laughs> First detected in the UK in September, has since spread to multiple countries. And, hey, welcome, everybody. We didn't need the international balloon fiesta to bring it. Uh, there it is. Ten Republicans joined the Democrats in voting to impeach Trump, including the daughter of one Dick Cheney. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I don't think uh, I don't think they have much future in the GOP. I think I think the Trump forces are going to primary these folks. Um, you know, they were primarily from uh, those kind of moderate districts, so like you know, suburban Ohio, uh, New York, upstate New York, Illinois. You're not going to see these kind Did of people. Did you see Western Michigan? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, Peter yeah. Major Mayor Mayor. Yeah, yeah. so uh, it's spelled M E I J E R. They're the largest uh, chains 
up in in Michigan. Uh, it's like a grocery store. Oh, okay. Yeah, a big thing. Uh, yeah, he came out against uh, the president, and so did another guy from West. And you know, that's like one of the you know Hillsdale College is located. That's right. In Western Michigan, yeah, and they don't in, take uh, any federal money. of Michigan. So there you are. Yeah, you, those uh, uh, Michiganders, you can't trust them on. On, on this, and this is the reason why this is, makes such a big deal to me is because this was the last Trump rally. Where was it? Grand Rapids, Michigan. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Yeah. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, contact uh, Kate Upton on uh, Instagram. Tell her her uncle should not have voted for impeachment. I don't care how much you like her. You know what? Yeah, no, or who's he what's it? You know what's <laughs> interesting to me, Eddie, is that 44% of Wyoming voted. They, Trump won by 44% in Wyoming. Okay, but she doesn't care. Remember, and she's she part of voted. Th- she voted against everybody that lives in that state. How can you be a House of Representative representative when you're only representing your own stupid family's ego? How many representatives? Is there only one representative or yes. two representatives for Wyoming? One, I'll check, but I think she's the only one. one. Yep. yep. Yeah, she'll be. They'll they'll get rid of her. How can you do that? How well, can you against, go against dad, all your people? Your your dad was running the country. Remember, George Bush was never running the country. It was it was Dick Cheney. Do you remember him? Halliburton, all the stuff that was happening during that time. Dick Cheney has been running the country for a long time. He's a swamp creature like no other. Hey, I, uh, I met him in the 70s. at Boys Nation back in 1992. Oh. And we went to go watch him. I still have my pictures. I have my pictures with Pete Domenici. Mom, can you break out that picture with Pete Domenici, please? St. Pete's. Oh, I love, love St. Pete. Uh, Kimberly Goldfoyle, house hunting in Florida, along with Donald Trump Jr. There we are. Everyone's going to Florida with DeSantis. But let me say something about picking up and moving and, hey, we're going to leave and all that kind of stuff. Folks, don't let them drive you from your homes. We don't need the exodus. This isn't uh, AIDA. We, we don't need to be driven from our homes. Right? Do we? I mean, this is where you live. You're going to give that up because and you're going to let these people. They want you to leave. They want you to sell your homes. We'll put a giant American flag and, and uh, oh, I got these great cameras today. Did I sh- show you these cameras? I, I'm going to put them up. I got a, uh, I ordered them some time ago. They were out of order. You couldn't find them. And Dow talk. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to go pick up the, the box. Okay. Um, well, go ahead. Keep you're talking. listening to KIVA. Wow. Wow. That's very professional. Uh, download our app at what, uh, abq.fm, I believe, Mr. Mr. Grande, uh, just continuing our, our stories of the day, uh, great piece by John Stossel, uh, available, I believe, at Reason. Ignore the teacher unions and open the schools. Rudy, Heritage Foundation education researcher Lindsay Burke points out that studies in five countries, 10, 10 countries, 20 countries, 191 countries find, quote, no consistent link between reopening schools and increased rates of COVID transmission. Not even amongst the teachers. Yeah. That's yeah. the thing that's amazing to me. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, if folks, if you ever... <clears throat> You ever had any respect for teacher unions, okay? And you, and you like little Sally or Jimmy's teacher. Teacher unions are not your local teacher. Okay? God, if teacher I remember unions the, are militant left-wing organizations. And if I remember correctly, the quote was, we have nothing to fear but fear itself, and that's all we're running by is fear. Yeah. yeah. And we're if, afraid, oh, my God, it's coming. Oh, look out, there's a little red bug. <laughs> that's right, and I, I will never forget the rest of my life, if I live to be 100, I will never forget the day Mr. Edward Aragon came in here and he was dealing with some of the hybrid education issues and how... His beloved two boys, I, I, I love those two boys too, Sammy and Sebastian, um, were, were hurt from the, and, and those two boys times a million, times 10 million kids are really suffering uh, at the hands of this uh, cower at home approach. And uh, th- there's no research backing up this close down the schools. None, none, zero, none. A whole generation is being lost because of these <laughs> stupid 
fair decisions that are being made. A complete generation is being lost, but we can't see that yet. It's not tangible to us yet, but we will. Parents have got to be just right now so in touch with their kids to move their kids so that the kids don't suffer as bad as some kids who only have a one-parent home. Yep, yep, yep. All right, let me uh, put something out there for people. I'll get to these cameras uh, uh, in in a sec. Um, welcome to the surveillance state. You need to know, especially for those of you guys who are conservatives and known conservatives at that and, you know, have had your life threatened to me several times. Um, oh, by the way, we never did find out who uh, who took down the towers on top of it. I told you that was going to happen. I can go meet you, you predicted with people and tell people a story, and then people are like looking like looking at me like, hey, maybe you did it. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> no, they didn't, but, you know, it must feel like that. So, okay. um, anyway, Publicity I have these stuff. what are called Blink Outdoor Cameras, okay? And I ordered these some time ago, and these are pretty fantastic. Now, you get three of them for $199, okay? And the great thing about these is you can use it to communicate uh, because it's uh, receiving and sending. And the batteries on the cameras will last two years, two full years, 1.5-volt uh uh, lithium batteries, two years. It's weather resistance, day and night views, two-way audio, motion detected, uh, that, that's on here. And you have a device, I mean, your phone, you can watch everything directly on your phone. I highly, highly, highly recommend that you try to buy these um, and get them because you can set them up anywhere as long as you're connected to wireless. And uh, you can also set them up in hidden places um, if you need that as well. So by all means, uh, please get your Blink uh, outdoor cameras. Um, protect yourself, protect your family, and uh, it will send you notices. And I'm using it for something regarding the radio station uh, because very interesting. When I get phone calls and people who call and hang up, it's always from a no-caller ID, so I know someone's you know kind of checking in or you know see what's going on or what like that. The other thing is I would highly recommend that you get a membership to something called Been Verified. Now, it's not very good, okay, but it's good enough in terms of vetting people who contact you and reach out to you and find out information. Um, and then install the app on your phone. So I should also put that in the freedom in terms of that. Getting uh, cameras, trust me, folks, uh, probably the best investment that, that, you, can, that you can possibly make uh, for your security and, and safety. And uh, most of all, for your insurance, because ultimately you have to provide uh, some sort of a video copy of the crime that has taken place. So there you go. I just wanted to put that out there. Fleet cameras. Uh, yes, I understand that they're Amazon company, but nobody else sells the, these particular cameras. Uh, the other ones are three times as much, by the way. Uh, any numbers don't lie. Total deaths are down from the last two years. They can say COVID this, COVID that, and they label it all to death. Yeah, there are 29 deaths today for COVID. Guaranteed, every single one of those guys uh, that's there, they were just labeled COVID and likely not even tested for COVID. I think that's easy to say. Um, let's see. Loyalty, Eddie, thank you. Crazy uh, thing went out today. As, you know, the declaration executive order uh, actually was two pages that went out from Michelle Lujan Grisham. Should I read it for our listeners? Yeah, I'm, I, I got a, a link of it. I'm going to put it in the show notes tonight. But uh, if you can stomach it, you, you do have a strong constitution, Mr. Eric. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you can. <laughs> uh, some of you guys might shut off the radio when you hear what Michelle Lujan Grisham had to say. But this is her executive order. Whereas on January, let me read this, make this a little bit larger. My eyes are actually just starting to get bad. I'm getting old. We all are. Whereas on January 6, 2021, there was a violent insurrection at the nation's capital. 
This is her declaration of emergency due to the threat of riots and insurrection. There was a violent insurrection at the nation's capital in Washington, D.C., where armed individuals forced their way into the Capitol building and committed numerous violations of law, injured multiple individuals, caused unprecedented destruction, and caused the death of at least two individuals. Whereas there's credible intelligence that threats of a similar riot exist and are likely to occur at the Capitol buildings and other prominent government buildings in all 50 states, either before or on January 20th, to coincide with the inauguration of Joe Biden and Vice President-elect. I, I only wish they would have protected Seattle and, and Portland. Like yeah, a little late, so. isn't it? Yeah. Uh, whereas the state of New Mexico is still in the midst of a critical public health emergency due to COVID-19, and any mass gatherings of individual has a likelihood of exacerbating the spread of the virus and causing further strain on first responders and healthcare providers. But yeah, it's about them, not about spreading it. It's about the strain on healthcare providers, right? Oh, you know how many people are at UNMH right now? I'll, I'll get it, uh, that as well. Whereas it is reasonable to believe that similar riots will occur. And we, we believe, as literally says, it is reasonable to believe. It is reasonable to believe. No, it is not reasonable to believe. Don't you have to have a qualified, uh, actionable intelligence in order to declare a state of emergency, yeah. isn't that kind of and like she could responsibility show that of government? If it was the you know the operational plan of the of the of the riot at the roundhouse, she could redact some of that information, but show us the documents or or or, or witness testimony or recording or something. She has shown us nothing, nothing, nothing. Oh Lord, it is reasonable to believe that a similar crisis will occur and will endanger the safety of legislators. They're not even at the damn roundhouse, <laughs> you idiot. Legislative staff, nobody's there. Well, this world. And members of the public, and well as destroy public and historic infrastructure in the state. That was your people destroying the statues. You're the ones who destroyed the obelisk. You're the one who destroyed the Vargas. Where was all this a state of emergency for the gatherings and the destruction of the obelisk and any of that? Nowhere. Nowhere. Thanks for nothing. <laughs> this is, she's really a stupid person. <laughs> she really is. Like it's like right in your your damn declaration. This emergency requires immediate action to preserve the peace, health, and safety, and the public property of the people of the state of New Mexico. So, uh, ergo, Trump supporters, Trump supporters are threatening the peace, health, and safety, and the public property of the people of the state of New Mexico. Ergo, right? That's fair. That's what she's saying. Uh, this emergency of such a magnitude. Oh my gosh. Hyperbole much? Yeah, yeah. This emergency of such a magnitude has to be on the local control and requires the resources of the state to avoid and minimize economic or physical harm and to take action necessary to protect the public health, safety, and welfare. I, Michelle Lujan Grisham, governor of the state of New Mexico, by the virtue of the authority vested in me by the constitutional laws of the state of New Mexico, do declare the state of emergency to exist in the state of New Mexico due to the ongoing and pervasive threat of riots and insurrection beginning January 16th through the day of the governor's authorized representative determines to the end of the emergency period. It's open-ended. Yep. She doesn't know how long it's going to be. Yep. Yep. Uh, is she going to determine that I am of an actual, she have actual intelligence to state that Eddie Aragon represents the threat to the state of New Mexico? Does she? <laughs> have you ever heard me one time? I've heard Hilarious. the exact opposite. You said don't go to these events. Yeah. Uh, I direct the Department of Homeland Security and Emergency Management to coordinate all requests for assistance and responses to such requests to authorize and determined by the governor and the governor's authorized representatives. Trip Stilnecki. Oh. Yeah, he's very sensitive. He loves the people of New Mexico. And to request such aid and assistance from the Federal Emergency Management, FEMA, to be appropriate. There we go. Alex Jones, FEMA camps. 
1776. In addition to such other eligibility, eligibility criteria as may be established by the governor, governor's authorized representatives, applicants requesting financial assistance from the state, action taken in response to the emergency shall be required to demonstrate that the cost of the necessary action exceeds their available resources as determined based upon the criteria developed in conjunction with the state agencies with financial budgetary oversight responsibilities of the applicant. Gibberish, gibberish, gibberish. Rah, rah, rah. That's all you got. I direct the adjunctant general to order into service any element of the New Mexico National Guard as may need it to provide military support to civil authorities for this emergency. Wow. I further direct cabinet departments and state agencies to provide any assistance that may be required to the Department of Homeland Security. So I imagine, is this is this based upon this, uh, tomorrow being the 15th, I'm thinking that the state of New Mexico services, which I would imagine is also the Department of Workforce Solutions, which I imagine is also the Department of Health, which is dealing with this COVID crisis are also all shut down. Mm-hmm. Doesn't that make sense? Yeah, yeah. That, 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 I think well, there's danger. Happening. There's danger. You can't have those people. In those you offices. can't have those people because if the Rona doesn't get you, the Trump supporters will the get Trump you. Trump supporters so. are coming for you. That's, that's, that's the idea here, right? So they've created this mainstream media has gotten a hold of this. They're like, well, thank God Eddie is not on FM anymore. Cause he can't really talk about this stuff out to his audience and his audience. And they're coming after him. And I'm not worried about that. You know what I'm worried about? I'm worried about the Trump supporters' civil liberties being threatened Mm -hmm. and an ACLU that won't help not one Trump supporter. That's for sure. Have you ever seen, honestly, have you ever seen a situation in the United States of America like this? Maybe not since before. This might be the worst moment in the history of the state. I mean, in the, in the country. I think (laughs) is that, am I being, I don't know, in the last half century, maybe. Yeah. I mean, I mean, this is, uh, you have to go back to the Civil War or to the Revolutionary War before the United you know, States People was forget, especially people who are younger don't know. I mean, in the early 1970s, the Weather Underground <clears> was bombing buildings in this country at the rate of about 70 a year. Uh, 60s and late 70s, that was a that was a real frame. That things were really flying apart in this country. So we're, we may be returning to that level of problem. Uh, it's uh, it ain't pretty out there. And, Bill Ayers, uh, what oh, yeah. was his uh, wife's name or whatever? His Bernadine Dorn. Bernadine yeah. Dorn and. Um, Weather Underground. Yeah, the the Weather Underground is what you want to look up. Did good, you good know yeah. that the uh, guy, um, and I've told you this before, it's been uh, some time, Let's see. the Weather Underground, this guy lives in New Mexico. Yeah. Uh, he relocated here, and he's a teacher yes. at TVI. Yep. Um, yep. Or it used to be called TVI. Now it's CNM. Uh, the Weather Underground, A-Y-E-R-S, members. You know where I saw the Weather Underground? I saw it in uh, Northside Chicago at one of the old theaters there, okay. just outside of Wrigley Park. I went to go see it with my leftist friend, uh, <laughs> well, my leftist attorney friend, I should say. And we sat in there. It was the old style theater. It looked like a like an opera room, mm-hmm. you know, with the old light bulbs in yeah. front and everything. I went to go. Went to go. Well, I think if that. you watch that documentary, you can rent it tonight, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Mark sure. Rudd. Mark Rudd is Mark the guy Rudd. who lives yes, here. Yes. yes. And, and we were taught that that two hour master class that, that 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 the caller gave us a couple months ago about the history of. Radical leftism in New Mexico you mean and Albuquerque. Oh, was that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but what what you see in that documentary is, uh, and I think you see it again today. They were white, wealthy kids who who saw themselves as revolutionaries. They weren't really suffering under American the American brutal capitalist system. And what we see again is AOC, Silicon Valley people of privilege pushing this nonsense. There's no genuine grassroots support in the black and Hispanic communities and immigrant community in this country to support. 
kooky progressivism. It tends to be affluent, overeducated people who, I don't know, just they're too bored with their lives or whatever. There's not any genuine support for this kind of thing. And that's why we need to have the courage to stand up to them because there's more of us ultimately than there are of them. So the group, uh, you're 100% correct. Uh, you, the group that they started organizing, was, organizing back in the late 60s, and this is where all this comes from, um, Ayers, Dorn, yep. Rudd, uh, Students for Democratic Society. Yes, okay? the Port Huron Statement. Yes. There you go. Uh, Columbia University, and that's where he jumped in. He emerged as a leader for the SDS chapter in 68 during the university protests. He was the spokesperson for dissident students protesting a variety of issues. Most notably, the Vietnam War. As the war escalated, Rudd worked with other youth movement leaders to take SDS in a more militant direction. Now, uh, Rudd has hosted parties, fundraising parties, all sorts of things. I think he did it for um, Tim Keller, too, uh-huh. and the rest of the uh, the leftists. I know, uh, what's that guy that got thrown out of the Trump rallies? Uh, Javier, he went to Pius. What's his name, Rudy? Can't think of it. I can't um, think of his name. I bought him a, I bought him a Starbucks gift card one time. Um, for his birthday, I'm like, you know, hey, let's meet up. Let's talk. You know, he never, he never, never met with me. He's a big political movie. I'm like, how do you come out of St. Pius <laughs> and become this ultra radical left wing organizer? Mm-hmm. Like, it just makes no sense. And, and honestly, there's like a hundred of you guys out here. There's a hundred left wing organizers here. Everybody's a left wing organizer, right? Yeah. So, uh, Rudd went underground in 70. Hiding from law enforcement following the Greenwich Village townhouse explosion that right. killed three of his weather underground peers. He surrendered to authorities seven years later, serving a short jail sentence. Uh, this is after he killed his friends, whether on purpose or accident. Served as a mathematics instructor at CNM. He is now retired in Albuquerque, New Mexico. He has since expressed regret for his role in the weather underground and now advocates for nonviolence and electoral change. Well, your people, Rudd, uh, Dorn, Ayers, Obama... Your people do not advocate for nonviolence. They advocate for more violence. That's all we have seen. That's all that we have seen. So there you go. Good uh, documentary. You should rent it. It's available on Amazon Prime, folks. Rent it tonight. And, Eddie, when you look at this, the Weather Underground really was a bunch of us at the end of our baby boomer years. We were going to go and we were going to set the world on fire, and Nixon put a stop to that. And what ended up happening is we started having kids, and we said, you know what? I will let my kids live vicarious. I will live vicariously through my kids. Those kids have now turned into the AOCs of the world today, and they're now setting the world ablaze like we tried to back in the late 60s. Well, I, I think I follow what you're saying, um, but most of these guys, uh, by the way, and no offense to either one of you two here, but most of these organizers, these leftist political organizers, and uh, these, um, I, I would say, go so far as to say militant leftist organizers, most of them are childish, childless. Yeah. Most of them don't have any family to speak of. They have no anything. Uh, they really don't. And that's exactly what they want. In addition to watching the Weather Underground, uh, the fight for our lives or the fight of our lives, defeating the ideological war against the West, please, please, please. In addition, I, I seen that, a great compendium or a, a great companion uh, for the Weather Underground. Guaranteed this is show killer. Go ahead, show killer. I'm killing it, man. I'm killing it. All right. Kill off the show. Go ahead. Uh, so, uh, weather underground, right? Uh, that's so, a topic, show killer. You've got, uh, one minute. Go ahead. <laughs> so you got, you got, well, me, I'm going to, I'll, I'll, I'll killing me slowly here. May 19th communist organization variously referred to as May 19th coalition, May 19th communist coalition. You know that one? No, I don't. Uh, now do you know it? No, I've never heard of it. 
U.S.-based terrorist organization formed by members of the Weather Underground. Susan Rosenberg, you know her? I know Rosenberg, yeah. Uh, Susan Rosenberg sentenced to 58 years for blowing up the White, or I'm sorry, the Capitol building, uh, set a bomb that uh, blew up uh, near the office of, uh, what's his face, I forget. Remember that? Oh, this is the woman that Nadler got the uh, the pardon for, I think? Nat, uh, Schumer said to Obama, you must pardon her. Uh, I'm sorry, forgive me. Uh, uh, it was to Clinton. Clinton pardoned her, sentenced her to time served, commuted to time served. So she served 16 years of a 58-year sentence for actually exploding a bomb yep, yep. in the Capitol building that that issue, that that question here in the D.C. rally lately. But this woman actually exploded a bomb, served 16 years and got out. And, and, and now she, uh, is a, has a, a paying job at Black Lives Matter, uh, uh back, arranged by Obama. And, um, she, I gotta go back a page. She, um, <laughs> he's going to his lectern. Very quickly, yeah, 10 no. seconds. Come on. <clears throat> 10 seconds. Look up, look up Susan Rosenberg.